Love you guys so much. Mike's back Mike's on again. Off. Oh, there you go. Jesus Ooh. Christ, mate. Thanks, I Matt. tell you. Edward Hammerack is a new is a new person, is he? Yeah, because you, you're struggling to say that name. That's why you're saying that. You realise no sound. Is there still no sound? No, there's sound now. One, two, three. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to welcome you down to the shit you might not never know nothing about cafe where we spread this mother lover. Yeah? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Hammerack. see it there? Bam. I'm not new. Ed okay. Halmarak is Still not is new, my beloved. Are you not Gleam, are you, by any chance? <laughs> Gleam. Okay. Shout out to Psychedelic Scientists. What's going on, bruv? Appreciate you, my beloved, coming through. Shout out to Black Einstein. Yeah, man. Sound was a bit messed up there. What we were saying yeah. before when we was miming is, uh, yeah, we ain't been here for a minute. And we apologize to you, my beloved, that wanted to tune in. Uh, I think we missed 420, innit? We missed 420 and we yeah, missed... Yeah, that was the big one. Oh, yeah. It was a show of a century. But that was, there was a lot of... Yeah, he had really good reason. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't going to put it out there. <laughs> but yeah, really good reason. So you, But, you know, happy 420 to everyone uh, who enjoyed it. And um, last week, you couldn't make it either because, yeah, it was just a bit too hectic, man. There's a bit of work need to be done. And, uh, yeah, sometimes it's like... You know, you need the whole week. I can't take a Wednesday off. I just like, all right, I need to finish something yeah. off. Shout out to Shorty Blitz. Shout out to Sus Bully. They know what I'm talking about. I'm looking forward to, um, basically, uh, if people have heard the uh, shit still sharp and still tune produced by Shorty Blitz, I feel so honored to be uh, like on his, you know what I mean, first official release mm. as a, a producer. You know, the fact that he's like easily the best club DJ, you know what I mean? Hip-hop R&B club DJ out there is one thing. But then I know he, he could produce, he's been producing from years back mm. for a long time. That's what and he's actually, yeah. <laughs> but it's the first time he's actually put out a release with his name as the exactly. lead. Yeah, he's done it yeah, under right. pseudonym yeah, before. Okay. And just for the reason of, you know, I hope you don't mind me saying, but obviously he feels like maybe some DJs wouldn't play it because it's his, mm. you know, but... Really and truly, they shouldn't. If they're playing other DJs, and if the if the beat is banging, if the tunes are banging, regardless, you just play it. You know, in America, they they don't mind. They're playing DJ Khaled. You know what I mean? DJ K Slay's playing DJ Clues tunes. You know, mm. so I, I don't think. Um, and if you are like that as a DJ, man, that's messed up. But nah, the feedback that he's been getting, the amount of like different people tagging and whatnot, left, right, and center, supporting. It's like, nah, yeah, don't worry about that. Because as long as the music's banging, you ain't got to worry about that. And you're a good guy anyway. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you, there's no reason for people to... But I, I get why he can feel like that. Because, yeah, you behind the scenes, yeah. you know that certain people are hanging like, yo, my man's getting all the room. How come he's got the prime time? How come he knows to cut that tune in? Oh, right. How come I didn't think of that mix? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's all that kind of shit going down. So I don't blame him. But 
the reason I brought that up is that, um, yeah, there's a remix coming. You know what I mean? There's a remix. And it's still sharp as still. That's all I'll say for now, boy. <laughs> but yeah, looking forward to that, man. Shout out to all the crew that's locked in right about now. All our silent listeners. All the crew in the uh, comment section, the comment censors. What's going on? Nick Russell, what are you saying, bruv? We got to chat to Nick Russell, you know. Nick yeah, Russell? yeah, yeah. He's a man that's been in the scene for a while. Like in the UK hip hop scene. Worked with a bunch of different artists. Doing promotions and whatnot. Um, had his own radio show. And, and you know what I mean? It would be good, interesting to see where he's at now. Mm. You know what I mean? After a couple years off. Well, you've probably been working still through all this. Shout out to Teddy T. What's going on? Yes. Shout to NM. Yeah, man. Common sense is you got to give love. Mm. You know what I mean? It's always good to catch up with people. Yeah, been a mad one. So last week I um I went over to France. Uh, we did um, what did we do? We did uh, uh, was it not Odincourt? Yeah, actually, did we do three gigs that time? Yeah, no, 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 no. I did two, but it was like quite hectic. You know what I mean? It was a quite a hectic one. So it was in um Odincourt and then Paris. Came back. That was Friday, Saturday. Come back and then um, Monday had a came back Sunday and then Monday I had to do a breaking convention um, with uh, John Z D. It's a wicked little event. Um, I did the Park Jam. Uh, breaking convention is like every year they would do um, a sort of festival at Sadler's Wells, and you know he's got his uh, breaking convention event. So there'll be uh, performances and whatnot in the theater, and then they would do uh, other things during the, the weekend as well and then end it off with this park jam. Just like outdoor, Sparfields Park. I should have promoted it in the last time we were on, but I forgot um, because it's always sort of announced just like three or four days before right, because it's in yeah. a public park and, you know, residential area. They kind of don't want it to get too hectic. Right. And they could easily do, do that because it's free. Do you know what I mean? You know how mm. people get, right, it's free. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Right, what are you doing Sunday? Especially yeah, there's nice this thing out. on. Yeah. Ah, I don't know, bruv. Uh, I might just yeah. be chilling, you know. Oh, there's this free event. Right, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 actually. Yeah, and people where, are where here. is it? Uh, Sparfields Park. So Clark and Well, sort of. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's around them. You know what I mean? In the city, but. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, man. It, it was always fun, like, knowing that time's coming up. You know what I mean? It's like beginning of May, bank holiday. And you're like, yeah, park jam time. Mm. I get to host it. You know what I mean? <laughs> man, like, Mass Law. Shout out to Mass Law, some boy. He's cut off his dreads, man. It's kind of weird seeing it. like, rad. Ah, it's Mass Law, like, but without the dreads and that. He's had them for years. Um, so it's good to see him. And there's, a, yeah, a bunch of wicked acts that came on as well, man. Some... Crazy stuff. Uh, there was, oh yeah, the flow assist, Natalie from uh, Flowetry. Yeah, she came, did some spoken word. Baby Soul, Miss Baby Soul was there. Mm. Um, a bunch of like young um, artists as well, like newcomers that have been working with Breaking Convention, like these young children. So I shouldn't say children, these young. And they, they, it was like, rah. You know, some of them really, you could tell they had something, something special. So it's good to see all that. People bringing their family. Um, you know what I mean? Shout to uh, Q Rock, Son of Noise. 
He came there with his son and his, his grandson. Son yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so the son of Noise, son, son and grandson. Yeah, grandson of son of Noise was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, saw DJ Mada. Um, yeah, man. So there's a bunch of people there, man. Like shout out to everyone I saw down there. There's too many names to mention, man. Jesus, um, Cope and all of them. Uh, Oliver Sudden. Yeah, man, too many names. Mm. But yeah, so it's a really good night, uh, day. Um, and then, yeah, after that, man, I was like, yo, I just need to catch up on some sleep now because that was quite a bit of work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, during the week, I had a bit more work to do. So you know how that goes right there. But yeah, crazy. And I, I think people need to hear the speech that um, John Z D ended the Park Jam with because it was quite like, it's one of them things. Right now. Yeah, play yeah. it now for people to... Because it, it was, you know, it meant something, man. Especially after these two years of... of Real love! Oh, hold on. I, 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 I've got to just work out how to... Uh, let's put it up full screen. Yeah, man. Because, you know, it, it, you could tell people were just happy. that It was like, for this to be back on, it means, okay... Maybe we can go back to how it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> when you're hearing like Carnival's got to be back on, it's like, oh, Carnival's back on. <laughs> Maybe it can go back to how it was. <laughs> so, you know, it felt good that he could uh, express his feelings in front of the crowd that come to support what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? All right, let me just flick and this that's over. That's what it's about. Uh... Real love, real unity, real hip hop. This is the energy, yeah? Johnson, talk to them. See, this is London, yeah? Yeah! This is what London looks like. You know what? Furthermore, this is what humanity looks like, yeah? There ain't no division around here, you know what I mean? We are all one people, you get me? Yeah? So, all of this propaganda that they're trying to sell us via the TVs where we're talking about some fractured societies, some bullshit, yes? We are all together, we are one people. And the sooner we realize that, we're gonna get some freedom, you understand? Yeah? Peace and love everybody, man, peace and love. Yeah. Real That's John Z D right there, man. Shout out to John Z D. Living legend turned down the was it the OBE or the MBE? One of them turned down it, said, Nah, yeah, bruv, I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Takes a lot to do that, man. A lot of people would wear that badge proud. You know what yeah. I mean? Go missing. That's it. Game done change. The <laughs> 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 yeah. game done change, but nah, man. Yeah, he dropped it there. I, I love what he said about um, the fact that we will get some freedom. You know what I mean? He knows what's going on. He knows there are these invisible fences around that. Yeah. People don't realize. People are like, no, I'm free, man. I'm free. Yeah, you're free. You're free to do whatever you want within these rules. Mm. Within these set of boundaries, you're free. You know what I mean? So it was good to hear that, man. And um, yeah, man, hopefully it can carry on. But the same thing, like, like carnival, like, yo, carnival. Rah, okay. You know, let's see how that goes. Yeah. Let's see how that goes, man. Shout out to uh, Lawrence Limburger. What's going on, man? Yeah, big up Farmer G. Oh, you missed it. I Bruv. haven't put that one up yet. Apologies <laughs> you know. to anybody 
listening to the <laughs> dun, podcast dun, dun, over the last two weeks up. Uh, so, or with the that. Farmer G one and the one before that. Yeah. So people will be able to catch up with it. Yeah, man. Shout out to Farmer G, though. He that dropped was a, some... That was, a, that was a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he dropped some knowledge for us, as always, man. Like, such a good guy, man. And he's done a magnificent job with that uh, £10 bag. Like, Yeah. That felt like that actual show, the whole thing felt like... A, when, when I look back at it afterwards, it was like a sort of whole big sort of... There was like a, there was like a sort of slight celebratory vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, I've, yeah. I've, I think even even Farmer was on a sort of, you know, what he can be like. Yeah, he seemed a bit, a bit like he was a bit proud of it. I mean, he should be. Yeah, man. I know he should be, yeah. but like you know, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's humble. humble guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. Actually, <laughs> but yeah, there was yeah, like yeah, a sort yeah. Of you're right about that. Feel of like, yeah, this has actually worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This, is, yeah this, is, this is doing all right. Yeah, Bruv, the feedback good. that from off of that, I'm just like, wow, okay, mm. that's he started. Uh, there's a wave rolling now. You yeah. know what I mean? And it, and it, it's of that essence as well of yeah. how it felt back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah, there's, it was just a, there was definitely a. There's a good vibe around it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good job, man. So, yeah, listen back to that if you can, man. Or go view that. Should be in the playlist. There's a playlist there. Yo, also, man, we never really do all of this stuff because we're not used to the whole, uh, yeah, like, subscribe, um, push that button. What else have I got to say? Share. Share. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, all of that shit. Uh, <laughs> you might not never know nothing about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do all that if you can, man, please. Because, um, you know what I mean? We try and spread the word. IBM sees what's going on. You know what I mean? Catch up. This is where we want, we want like, for real, UK hip hop. I got to say something, man. Because you lot, you know what I mean? Not everybody knows from the outside looking in. But UK hip hop is mad, like, separated. It's weird how it's not. You know, it doesn't ever feel like there's a... It's all like little pockets of crews that... Mm. But, man, it, if we were more in, interconnected, same way the fucking trees are, do you know what I mean? Underground. Mm. We don't know what's going on there underground, but they're all linked up with their little <laughs> shrooms. Like, people take shrooms every now and again. They're on the shrooms yeah. all the time, all linked up, all like, yo, you hungry? Yeah, all right, send some nutrients down that way. Bam, bam, bam. bam. But we're not like that, so it's a bit separated. But, bruv... It'd be wicked if we had like a hub where people can really communicate and get to know each other a bit on a different level, not just like mm. at the club. Yo, what are you saying? Yeah, you good? Yeah, yeah, good, man. Oh, you got new? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, peace. Yeah. Oh, you smashed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's all yeah. it ever really is. But when you sit down and chat with people, same thing with Bad Bones. Conversation we had with Rams and Bad Bones. It's like, bruv, I, I chat with him like that all the time. Every time we link up and I, I'm like, people don't know that side of you. Yeah, but if they did, they'll be like, "Yo, this guy's a really interesting dude." You know what I mean? So um, yeah, but I think more of that shall happen, man. So I appreciate you lot coming through, showing love. Oh, you missed the CD release, Lawrence, man. Yeah, I think there's gonna be a lot of upset people, man. It mm. sounded like Farmer had already had a bunch of people upset about him bogart in the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, the bank cap jerk. Yeah. That was beautiful, man. Mm. Like, I have to... Uh, yeah, bruv, you need a medal yeah. for that, man, because... Can only do it once, though. That's the only thing. You reckon? I mean, if everyone started doing that, it'd be a bit sort of... That was, like, a really good little trick trick for him, you know. 
But I think it's the way around that yeah, situation. Like you don't have to do that. You could. It could be a track, but could, not the could, track. You, you know, give like an exclusive track. To yeah, people you could do that. But I still think you can get away with that now because it's mm. kind of down to the description. Like all that's going to change then is like the length of silence. So like you be like fifteen <laughs> minutes of silence. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you fucking bastard! Web, it'd be a web form as well. Just like <laughs> people be pissed. Just waiting now. It might maybe it's the last two minutes of it. You know that used to get the hidden track in yeah. it on the CD. Yeah. Yeah, that used to be annoying when you didn't realise until ages after. You're like, oh, what? Yeah, you'd probably, yeah, you've given away another thing you could do. What? Hidden. 15 minutes and then just put a track at the very end of the 15 minutes of silence. Why would you do that, though, now? like Because it's the same as the hidden track. Some people didn't even realise the hidden track was on the CD. Mm. Till they pressed the button back, and then there was like, oh, there's a track there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what happened like, to like, five minutes after the last song, you'd, like, keep you know, f forward winding the song. Yeah. And then there'll be well, another song at the end. Mm. That you didn't know about. Or it would go up to like track number 99. You just keep pressing it and it would keep going up and then track number 99. <laughs> What's the track? Yeah. Hidden track at the end of the, at the end of the uh, CD. You'll see, like, that, they did that. Yeah, some people did. did just you ah, know, it's extra, all different man. ways of tricking, mm. putting hidden tracks in there. Yeah, that's extra, boy. Um, Farm, farmers basically he's, he's set a trend, didn't he? That's the thing now. Is like you got to find. He's far, but that's like he turned the other cheek, man. He used <laughs> their rules against them, like literally. He's like, huh? Oh, yeah. Slap me now! I dare you. <laughs> That would be free. Jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, Farmer Jesus. Exactly. See, IBM Seeds knows what's up. Farmer Jesus. And he literally turned the other cheek on them. The people know the story about that. It's like you just use the rules that they set against them. <laughs> and, and he did it, man. Like, what? I was like, wow. That's, yo, that's levels, man. Mm. That's levels. Like, that's them, why didn't I think of that once? You know what I mean? Like, that is... And the thing is, like you're saying, I, I think you can still do it. Like, even he can still do it. As long as you're letting people know, you're giving them a disclaimer. That, look, there's nothing on this track, but this is what I've got to do in order for you to buy the mm. vinyl. And then people who don't get that, it's like, bruv, come on, man. You're listening to my shit, you better have some smarts on you, man. I don't want no... I don't want none of all of that. Like then, yeah. people were like, and it, but it was only people who <laughs> actually paid for it, wasn't it? So if you went on and listened to it on Bandcamp, you could still hear the tracks on Bandcamp, but you couldn't download them through Bandcamp. You could only get the physical copy. And when what they do normally is when you buy the physical, you get an, an immediate MP3 of the album. So I think it was only people who actually paid for it. I think at first, from what I remember, I think at first he was saying. It was only the um, for you to get it. It was only the the blank thing, the blank. What so they didn't have any track, track listing on the actual? I think it's once he released account. the the um, maybe it did, but once he released the um, the singles, so you know the um, just one, uh, just for sort of kinch, um, mm. as well as the um, delegates of culture. Like you could play them, I think. I right, think okay. I'm not 100%, but 
Yeah. So, but man, he he changed the he like he definitely changed the game with that one. Yeah, man. We're still talking about it. Shout out to Lindbergh. He's got a signed Maestrogen. Jeez. <laughs> that Maestrogen, boy. Needed more than oxygen, my beloved. <laughs> Remember that. Shout out to Bruce Rillis. What's going on, Blue Fligs? <laughs> Kenny Rebel. Hey, good to see you lot up in this mother lover, boy. We are back. Some shit you might not never know nothing about. And boy, it has been a bit of a weirdo week, isn't it? Mm. Got our friend... Uh, disappeared on us <laughs> top boy you know what i mean what's going on here where's what's going on with this there's a new what do they used to call him was it wally where's wally where's wally <laughs> now it's where's wiley <laughs> what the hell's going on i didn't even know about this d just told me about <laughs> this just before we started and i was like what so apparently ooh, shout to your more i was wondering where you wore <laughs> Yo, what the hell is this about, man? You yeah. know what I mean? This I is <laughs> some grime artist Wiley on the run after failing to turn up at court over burglary and assault charges. Are you serious? On the run. Grime artist Wiley <laughs> is wanted by police after failing to turn up for a court hearing in November. Wow. Oh, okay. Oh, but this was posted five hours ago. Yeah. Jesus, he didn't turn up in, to, um, in since November. This is, this is in the independence. Big, big news. Yeah. Um, so what's that? A fresh appeal. Scroll up again, please. Yeah, a fresh appeal to find a performer whose real name, uh, blah, 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 has been issued by police and knew him. Wow. He was due um, at Snarebrook Crown Court on 11th of November to face charges of burglary with intent to cause damage and assault by beating. What the hell, man? <laughs> what? Accused of breaking into a flat in Forest Gate, East London, in August before allegedly smashing plates and attacking an ex-kickboxer, Ali Jacko. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is a bit... I want to know how accurate this story is. So he attacked an ex-kickboxer. Like, how do you learn kickboxing and not know how to kickbox anymore or don't kickbox anymore? <laughs> like, you, you're still an, a kickboxer regardless, isn't it? Yeah, you, yeah. So, so Maybe he's turned his back on it, though. And they're saying Wiley on, attacked the dude. Turned his back on kickboxing. Yeah, but I don't think a kickboxer, even an ex-kickboxer, is going to let you attack them. That's or all I'm saying. Not just let you attack them, but smash their plates as well. Come into the kitchen. You come into my kitchen, smash wow. my plates. Yeah. What the hell, man? He's got a studio, apparently. That's what it is. So Ali Jacko has got a recording studio that <clears throat> Wiley was using. Oh, wow. I don't know what the plate smashing thing's about. It wasn't he like was charged with one count of assault by beating and a further count of burglary with intent to cause damage. Smashing plates and that. The rapper from Tower Hamlets used Mr. Jacko's recording studio before the pandemic. BP. Known as the godfather of grime. Wiley was made an MBE for services to music in 2018. Services go. to music. What does that mean, man? Services to music. Dragging it you down. You have done <laughs> the right thing for me. I am music. Dragging, 
dragging it down into, you know, further depths. You have given yeah. people the vision of hell, and they shall go to hell. They shall go to court and end up in a prison on their own, castrated and taken away from there. Do you think like, what does uh, that mean, man? Do you think he's gone now? Do you think that's it? Is he disappeared? Yeah. I think he's going to probably do some videos from some secret location, use a VPN, you know what I mean? He's probably going to do some shit like that because he's like he's like Batman all of a sudden, man. <laughs> While he's become like a frigging superhero for people. It's like, yo, what the hell? What the hell is going on where you're getting, you're going to court for burglary and you're, you know what I mean? You're wily, man. I don't like, I don't know if the story's true or not. Do you know what I mean? But I'm quite shocked hearing that. Like, rah, boy. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he he took the MBE. That's right, you're more. That is true. He um, kind of handed it over to John. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> wow. Jimmy Field on, on Twitter has replied to the BBC article about it was always going to be 50-50 if he showed <laughs> Yeah, always got to be 50 50 if he showed up, you know. If people don't get that, is the fact that he never used to turn up for, let alone raves that he's meant to perform at, uh, but even video shoots and all that. <laughs> it's like there's certain videos where he's not even in it. It's on them for not yeah. knowing. It's on, it's on them for not knowing who Wiley was. Mm. The court people, yeah, the, the uh, judges and all that. Like you really thought that you could just say, yeah, you've got to turn up, and Bobby's got to turn up. He don't get turned up for shit that he's going to get paid for. <laughs> you lot trying to put him in jail to, to like, come on, bruv. I'm going to have to do more than that, boy. Maybe have some plates. But just <laughs> I don't know what the plate smashing stuff is about either, man. Uh, yo. Oh, there's someone dumb, where's Wiley? Where's Wiley? <laughs> Tom's, Tom said he's hiding out in the Kelly Lounge. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we saw him one time. We went to you know, one of them smoke spots. Oh, roll call, by the way, man. What's people blazing out there? Roll call, roll call. Um, yeah, we went to one of them smoke spots, like in you know, in the heart of the city. And uh, he was there, man. Bam, he was there, like building up behind the, the counter. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yo, <laughs> like, bruv. Oh, hey, long time, man. <laughs> But yeah, I can't believe, like, I, w I want to know how true that story is because I find it hard to believe that he'd need to burgle anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Or get himself yeah. into that kind of trouble. Yeah. It's... Like where he's at. And like say, an ex-kickboxer. Yeah, and then that is like he's attacking an ex-kickboxer. He's like, mm, really? Is he? Yeah, you got to take, you can't take everything at um, face value, man. You got to, Take them slow steps and analyze what you're reading. <laughs> After you read what you read, you gotta ask, how do they know that? Do you know what I mean? How the f do they know that shit? Yeah. You know? And from then, you can work on whether it even makes sense at all because a lot of the times it's like, mm. and especially like, you know, on them bait, <laughs> them bait kind of outlets, independent. Yeah, okay. In your name, it says independent, so that means that you're not part of any. <laughs> <Fuck yeah. laughs> Woo! 
okay, people are talking, the talk. Roll call, mother lovers. What are you lot blazing out there, man? Man's on the, um, there's still some ice cream cake there. Yeah, shout to Tubbs Lish. What's he saying? Oh, yeah, 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 the Cali Lounge for real. I'm reading, I'm reading too far behind. Um, oh, blue sherbets. All right, all right. <laughs> Medikai. IBM C says Medikai Noidex. Is that, that's a strain. They're, they're strains there. Yeah? They sound a little mad like computeristic and shit. <laughs> um, who else we got? It's Blue Sherba. Oh. Roll Cali. Shout to your mouth. Finishing off the mad kush. THC gummies. Oh, man. He's always on the uh, edibles, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's that full body. You feel, you, like, you feel it all over. Psychedelic scientist showing off right there. Purple Mimosa. Okay. 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 Yeah, I got a little... Um, what else? I got some mimosa. Standard mimosa. Bang, bang. Yeah, man. Shout out to Danks the Buds. Shout out to Intrepids as well. They hit me up with um, the um, Skittles cake gelato. Woo! Don't let me say it again. Wah. Uh, shout out to Nick Russell. I miss red string tie. Ah, that's hilarious, boy. The old school. I remember when funk was just funk. It was like there was no like different strain or whatever. It was like, yeah, Do you remember? It's yeah. just like, what's that? It's, yeah, it's funk, skunk. It's, it's like, ah, okay. Pole, like it's just pff, the whole place is stinking mm. out. You're getting into trouble walking around with that shit on you. You know what I mean? There's no way of hiding it. Then, bam. Later on, shit just changed up. Like, what is it, though? Yeah, but what? Yeah, now you got all types of strains. You know what I mean? Before, it was just you had a bit of funk. You had some Thai. You had Red Seal, Gold Seal, Leb. Bam, bam. That's it. Yeah. You had, you had more, more of your hashes than, than anything, really. Yeah. You used to get them. Yeah. Purple Haze. Yeah, that came in. Purple, purple Haze. haze. Yeah. And then um But it's not about probably people think of it now. It was like a sort of it was like a normal grass, but it was just purple buds. Yeah, it had purple buds, yeah. Yeah. It was when, you know, that's when the blending started happening. That's when crossing, Oh is it? That's, that's it was around that sort of time where mm. and then like, later uh, on ten December broccoli. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. But now the game done changed. Yeah. The first, <laughs> no. first big one I remember was White Widow, maybe. I think that was like the first yeah, one. White Widow. Just being something where people was talking about something else. Yeah. That used to creep up the back of your neck and then like grip the back of your head. So you mm. was like that. Yeah. White Widow. Yeah. Wow, boy. It's taking it back, man. G13. Red Beard. And old school. Yeah. Red Beard. That's from, Orange uh, Bud. Teddy T. Orange Red Bud. Red Beard. Yeah, boy. Orange Bud. Taking it back. Taking it back, boy. Ooh. Psychedelic Science says he's got a space cake. Yep. Space cake is bang, bang. Oh. All right. All right. Strain is green gelato. IBMC showing off right there. Noidex. Okay. Okay. Teddy T's on the. <laughs> She's doing... 
Nah, man, he's, he's being serious. He's taking the beats. The mush. That's the old school term for like just stand, stand in the green, boys. Like, yeah, yeah, I got some mush still. There'll be like one guy, like, what you got? He's like, yeah, I got, I got a little mush still. It's just, you want to feel it? Yeah, 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 it's a little mush still. Like, yeah, yeah. But mush, it could be funk, but it's just like some standard funk, like it's ammo. Just, or it's something had a go at growing. Mush. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or even that. Generally was, yeah. Yeah, my cousin was on that. You know, you there's always that one guy who like keep the seeds and. Yeah. Stick them in the plum pot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're growing on the window. So, yeah, look, man. And then you look at the buds and you're like, yeah, I don't know if that's, that ain't really, you just feel like, no, man, that, that ain't how you grow it. That, that's not really. And one day, like, yeah, try it. Like, yeah, 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 nah, it don't really taste like you're supposed to. <laughs> like, nah, yeah. Like, you try, man. Green gelato, yeah, man. Sounds good. Nepalese temple temple ball. Oof, that's old 2006. school. Two thousand six. Yeah, rolled between a, a Nepalese man's hands. Yeah, they, I think they use spit as well, and it oh. roll it. So it gives you that extra like yeah. tang, mm. extra extra like yak milk <laughs> tang, <laughs> tang to it. Muquins, <laughs> <laughs> fats, and you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, G thirteen was. That was back in the day, mate. Back in the day, mate. You know what I mean? Bit of mush. <laughs> uh, was it? Was the other one? Um, ah, man. There's a strain, obviously, like Sensi and all that. Mm. Was that a big thing? But what was the other strain? There's another strain where it was like one of the first times I, I was like, yo, like I, I was blazed so much, like I, I you know, when you got a banging headache. Mm that's how far the buzz has gone. Like your brain can't even handle, you're dehydrated. You know what I mean? Yeah, everything's just <laughs> off and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it was like, we were, um, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> going to do it. But it was like to do with the seeds, breaking up the seeds from the, there was a way to do it, a special way with a tray. He was doing all that, but then blazing it. Was it Indica? I think it was called Indica, yeah. But what strain was it then? Because we called it Indica, but, it had to have been a strain, isn't it? I gotta find that out, man. But yeah, boy. That was back in the day, boy. You know what I mean? Now the game done changed. You don't stop hearing a new name. It don't mm. stop. Like every day. You rarely get yeah, the same yeah. one, dear. So what's the Yeah, there's always a new strain here, there. There's probably I reckon what do you reckon the average is? Every day you got. Like there's some connoisseurs in the uh mm. Yeah, in the common sense room. And so they'd know. But the ratio of like how many strains pop up like every week, I'd say probably like 10 to 20 names might pop. Yeah, with new shit. It must be, man, because it's ridiculous. Solids. Oh, Dermot Teddy Poison. Solids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's. So, yeah, it's solid. Yeah, it's rocky slate. That was basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't remember having much actual weed, proper weed. Mainly solids. You know what I mean? It's grown ups. Mm. It was on solids. Yeah. But it, it, what's funny is that the solids came from Bud, didn't it? Yeah, but it must have been easier to <clears throat> get across Europe because it used to smell like petrol as well mm. when they'd like put it in petrol tanks mm. and all that. Mm. Yeah, slate. Slate and uh, 
and soap bar. Yeah, that is the main bar. thing. Soap yeah, bar. Soap That's bar. Like the main thing we used oh, to get. Oh gosh, yeah. Soap, soap bar. bar. <laughs> what does that <laughs> mean? That, yeah, it looks like a big bar of soap. I don't know if that's why it's called it. I don't know. Always it was nice sort of though. There was a time, smell. yeah, yeah, yeah. Had that petrolly smell. But uh, the red seal, man. Did you ever smoke the red bit of the red seal? Did anyone ever do that? Smoke the red bit by accident? Like, yo, that shit mm. messes you up. But it happened to me once. And yeah, you're just going through like, because you're already blazed. Mm. But then at the same time, you're just like, I don't know what's going on. And you're like, like, it's that kind of a high where you're just like, oh. Oh man, I've got a really bad headache. <laughs> like, yeah, dangerous, boy. Really and I don't bad. even understand what's behind the red seal. I guess it might have been part of the packaging to hide the smell or something. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, dangerous shit, man. Someone needs to do a documentary about <clears throat> all those old, uh, all the old solids and all that sort of thing. Yeah, I also wonder how different it. Just, to, just now for... times have passed. We should be able to know where it all came from. We should see interviews with like 65-year-old men who are like, yeah, I used to bring all the soap bar into London. Oh, fuck me, mate. Oh, the amount of money we made on soap bar. Yeah. You know, I want to see all those old boys all, all sort of laughing about it. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you was bringing all that in. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was that your lot? Yeah. <laughs> ah, you know, I thought They've I all got to you... be retired now. Surely, not all still in the game. Boy, you never know, man. It's changed that much that I don't think those people would be able to survive in it anymore. Yeah, true. They probably can't do it's as much game. as they were doing before, but it's still happening. I don't know whether they're still in charge or maybe they've got people doing it for them, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, like when you're in the game, mate, you, know what I mean? you ain't coming yeah. out that easy, mate. Well, you meet, tell you. meet some old boy and he's like, I got in on soap bar. That's where I made. That's where I made my first. Started off on soap bar, I did. <laughs> That's where I made my first chunk of cash. Yeah. Been investing it. it. Now, now I'm in Bitcoin. <laughs> now I'm into Bitcoin. You know? <laughs> yeah, now I'm doing a bit of Bitcoin, right? I'm mining, right? It's just like back in the day. We, funny thing, my granddad was a miner. Yeah, because we came down from Yorkshire. IBMC's Red Seal add plastic and rubber tyres mixed in. Yeah, boy. Uh, turbo Tubalicious. When I lived I smoke in that shit, South bro. East London in my teens was only hash. When I used to come back from West with herbs, they were like, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, man. Robbie Love, hashish, resin, soap, soap bar, bar, slate, and squidgy black. Squidgy black, boy. Squidgy black. That there's was a, like the... There's a tune there somewhere. Squidgy black was the dirty, like... That was like that yeah. and slate. Yeah, squidgy like black. The was, two... It's like they mix something in there to make it. Squidgy. Yeah, yeah. It's like the dirty hashes Suspect. where you don't. Slate was like just dry all the time. Slate was pretty. It bad. never burned properly. No. You never really enjoyed like you got to draw. You got to draw a slate. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah, and then bam, 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 roll it up, burn, and it's like. Like you're trying to get it to, yeah, and, and it does that like... thing where it's like a string of black smoke comes off of it and floats off on its own in the air, <laughs> like something in there, yeah, it's like having life, of its yeah, own. yeah. You're like, right, what, like, what the hell? Okay, last time I did that was when I blew out a candle for my sake. <laughs> what the hell is going on here, man? <laughs> like, my prejudice screeched off with the tide, that's the last time I saw that. shit. <laughs> now I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, Rocky Slate, man. That was just GI. It wasn't even dry, it was GI. 
And then like the squidgy black was um most of the people that smoked squidgy black was like roll ups and that. Yeah. You know, it was like roll up yeah, these and yeah. roll up then it was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 when you walk into someone's yard and it smells a roll up flag, you're like, oh for fuck's sake, I'm gonna sit here, like the guy wants to play chess. Like <laughs> Sitting in the road, <laughs> Frankie room was like, "Bruv, come on, man! Like, I can't. Am I concentrating on chess? Sitting in the roll-up, Frankie room, <laughs> like <laughs> cups of tea and that." Lawrence, Lawrence Lindbergh is saying <laughs> that he knows one. Hmm? He must. He must know someone. An old boy who used to get all the soap bar in and all that. Teddy he... T. Why are they all Cockney? Because. <laughs> We're doing impressions of them. <laughs> I'm sure if someone else was doing impressions, they wouldn't be cockney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. We'll, we'll sort out our accents for you, man, next time. <laughs> I've got to work on it. Let us know what accents we should be doing for, <laughs> you know what I mean, old school smugglers of like soap bar, squidgy black. Yeah, any, whatever you think. Put, uh, put, just put the... the Put the drug Rocky and then they're putting in the accent that you think oh, they should be doing. Black oh, Rocky Slate, man. Just even uh, just thinking back, how many draws I got jerked with. Yeah. Excited to get some pox, some hash, and it was Rocky Slate. And you just knew. He's just like, I'm not going to enjoy this, man. <laughs> yeah. Just never knew how to roll it properly. <coughs> but yeah, let us know, man, because, you know, the accents, man. Corey. <laughs> Cornish accent. The Bucking so he, he used to move a bit of ash. <laughs> oh, uh, a bit of ash British is. asking for Welsh for Squidgy Black, please. Can you do Welsh? <laughs> I ain't going to try and take Welsh, man. Ah, then we used to bring in that Squidgy Black. Oh, Spent the Squidgy a, Black. We made lots of money doing that. <laughs> bring the old Squidgy Black in. <laughs> into, into Newport and... Uh, we had guys in Swansea, they used to... At Bristol. Bristol. Where's <laughs> it get it from, Bristol? Yeah, so we've lost it. Glaswegian for Rocky Slate. Glaswegian oh, for Rocky Slate. I don't Rocky know, because you, you, you're more here, so I don't want to... She could get specific Please about. pushing it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glaswegian. <laughs> Which one is the Glaswegian one? Glaswegian. Ah, I can't think of... <laughs> That's almost it, yeah. It is the Glaswegians. Just do your, like best, the, do your best Scottish. Yeah, angry one. Nah, man, I That's went to Liverpool, Liverpool there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry, yeah. man. I'm messing up. That wouldn't be bad. Liverpool and Rocky Slate, probably. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. He shafts. He shafts. <laughs> There he goes. He shafts half the key, half the key up his rectum. Goes through the fucking... Goes, goes bet, through the fucking security. I bet he wishes it's been squidgy black now, doesn't he? And not that rocky slate. Fucking... <laughs> used up all his lube and he's still fucking dry. But he makes it through. <laughs> He makes it through. Yeah, that was me, mate. Was a long time ago, though. A long time ago. Do you know, do you know what I mean? I wouldn't do that now. <laughs> How was that? I'm kind of, but not quite. Oh, for the world. Mm. Yeah, so, man. 
uh, Scottish for ecstasy, King Chico saying. <laughs> Scottish, Scottish for ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Nah, I gotta practice it, man. Like, I can't. Your boy's gonna cuss me out, boy. That's what I'm afraid yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid of bumping into her again. And you know the worst thing is as well for us because obviously, like there, there are regions for Scottish. Yeah, they might like mix them up. You, you don't know until someone. Tells you. Do you know what I mean? And like you a know? Cornish Londoner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jagger could do a really good Scottish accent. Jogging, yeah, yeah, he's really good at it, man. Back Jags. He's like, he used to have bars. He's got bars with Scottish accent. Teddy T, Geordie, Mersh. Geordie. <laughs> Geordie's talk again. They say, uh, why, are, why are you, man? Oh, no, they talk. Hey, my hey, nan was from Sunderland, but oh, no, they sort of Geordie. She's a, she was a Mackham, Sal, Sunderland. They call her Mackhams, Geordie's, Newcastle. Oh, what, so what's the Geordie about then? Why Geordie? I don't know why they're called Geordie's. It's just only Newcastle that's Geordie. And then south of the, uh, in hey. sun, south of the Tyne or whatever it is, they're called Mackhams. Ah, that was hilarious, man. Man said, wait. Alright, so man said, what, Geordie, Mersh? <laughs> Yo, just the word Mersh, man, it cracks me up because it just puts down the weed, you know what I mean? You're just like, right, what's that? Is it, that look like, is it some star dog? No, 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 it's just some Mersh. No, 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 that's Mush, that's Mersh, man, Mersh, man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's See, I, will... I can't keep it up. That's Mersh, man. That's Mersh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why, hey? Why, hey? What you smoking? <laughs> smoking that mush. <laughs> Yo! How does the accent just switch up like that? It's a few miles up the road, they're like, yeah, no. Like, yeah, it's deep. Hey, shout out to our brother Gleam. What's going on, bruvs? Ain't seen you in a minute. Good to see you back, man. Common Sense is in the building. Shout out to King Chico. Yeah, see, now we got to work on the accents, man, because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real, man. Definitely. You know what I mean? Smugglers. But first of all, we got to try and interview some of these smugglers. Like, I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, I'd, I'd love like, to. I like if anyone I like knows anyone who wants to come on, it'd be a fucking good show. Yeah, get an old... Uh, well, any of the accents we've done. An old Geordie talking about Mersh or mm. an old Scotsman talking about ecstasy. I don't care. Yeah. It'd be good to hear about all that old, you know, late 80s, early 90s, solid trade. Yeah, solid trade. Do you know, like, yeah. thinking about that, yeah, you got me thinking. Because I know someone who used to be involved in um, the early, you see, like, the early rave scene. Mm. When they used to do illegal raves, yeah, and they were like, you know, they it was free, and it was like you'd put it on in some field somewhere yeah. off the M25, and yeah, and it's like the story behind that is just crazy, man. You know, like the That'd shit, like we good. were just thinking, like, how did you get away with that, like with the police then, like, and then just talking about like, yo, we just made sure it was just jam out, 
Mm. It was like from there was too many people there for you to even get through. They're just like, what are we gonna do? That'd be good, yeah. So yeah, but yeah. yeah, shit like that would be really interesting, man. You know, because back then uh, I think there was a whole thing where clubs didn't really open past um, twelve or something or ten even, like some sort of early time. And then they were like, yo, we need, we want to party, man. We want to yeah. stay out. And so there was this yeah. whole movement. Um, yeah, it is. the whole thing's interesting how it all came about and and that was like <clears throat> that the whole criminal justice bill thing that they had where they where they basically banned people from being able to get together and mm. you know wow that sounds familiar yeah just as you said it you realize dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so they banned people from getting together um what at home as so well basically as just banned that banned like the open air raves that's why it all sort of ended and that's mm. sort of go to what you know into like more um like formal stuff and organized and having police there or security there or all the rest you know so they sort of they they sort of monetized something that people were doing for nothing before mm. or for very little or, mm. you know I, I think people were still making money out of illegal parties somehow yeah they got like you can't police the whole been. friggin you know no I, I don't know how they was making money out of it but they must have been making some money out of it <clears throat> Yeah, what as in uh, putting on them? The, organize, the promoters who were yeah, 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 yeah. illegal parties. I think there were some that they were making people pay and then others where it wasn't. Like there were some yeah. free, some weren't. But it was quite amazing. Even like the idea of how they're promoting it. Because I was like, right, you, it weren't like now you could just Facebook everyone. Mm. You know what I mean? Or do a live or yeah. whatever it is and, and promote it. And they were saying it's like, yeah, Pirate Radio was part of it. And they would just hail out like everyone meet at this junction. Yeah, and then that wasn't where you was going. You'd go nah. to the junction and then yeah, yeah, yeah. where everyone was going. And then yeah, everyone yeah. would move to They'd the just next all place each and other. then it would just change again. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's yeah, all it's... follow each other and then bam, yeah. you get to the spot. It's like, wow. Yeah. And it sounds like freedom. Yeah. Freedom. Compared to yeah. now, you know, um, I was chatting to my brethren, old school brethren, Mr. Reds from um, Transmission One Days. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, uh, we were talking about how um, Garage got banned. Mm. Um, you know, which is quite interesting. Obviously, links with us talking about Wiley, and uh, I still can't believe that what the hell is going on there, man. And um, yeah, the thing was like, we was trying to work out the timeline, and even with Black Einstein, I was chatting to him about it after, but trying to work out the timeline. But obviously, yeah, there was a point where. Um, garage music was banned, didn't it, from London? Mm. And so I guess it was only on the uh, I don't know, they were outside of London where they were doing raves and whatnot. But within the scene, they managed to ban it. And it's like, right, how how did they manage to do that? Obviously, there was you know a lot going on at these raves where people were getting stabbed, shot. You know, they were finding, you know, what I mean, dead people and all that, and yeah, around the clubs and whatnot. So. I get that side of it, but then like, how do you get every promoter to stop playing the music? And you know, he had his suspicions on what it could be. Um, but yeah, it's quite interesting thinking about how um, culture can be switched, like, and who makes the, who pulls the switch, you know, who makes it so that like, oh yeah, this is dying out now. Dubstep's not as big as it was anymore. You know, mm -hmm. like how, how does it become that? 
and where people kind of move with the culture. You know, like I remember going to Jungle Raves and that. And, you know, you're seeing bear, it was bear chicks there, like, oh, rah. everyone's like, rah. So then all man them, bear man them going there. And then that, now you've got a lot of trouble because it's like, right, who's my man? Uh, uh, you know, there's all this whatever, man staring at man for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> like, long <laughs> enough that they get angry with each other. <laughs> yeah, but then there's all you know, those beefs or whatever going on. And so now you're getting trouble there. So then the chicks moved on to Garage. Garage was a thing that came in. And then obviously man then followed and then there was even worse trouble there, you know? Yeah. And then bam, they were just like, oh, this, no more of this. There's not gonna, not gonna be any more of this music in any of the clubs and all that. And then I don't know whether it, you could say it died out, but it just weren't happening in, you know, the, the capital of the mm. country sort of thing. So I guess people might have felt that way. I'm sure it was still in, in the charts and that though, wasn't it? Like, but it, w the reason why he was, you know, talking about it was the fact that obviously he's had stuff that was, you know, whether it was on top of the pops or it was on like, you know, adverts in between freaking Coronation Street where, you know, the compilation albums and his track is on there and all that. So the garage thing was popping, popping, popping. But then yeah. that actually ended up sort of killing it off a bit because it wasn't happening in the core of the country. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess. And then lo and behold, but what's interesting is that they stopped Garage because of all the trouble, but then they allowed, you know, all the grime stuff and, and you know, all the sort of, yeah, where it turned into like, oh shit, but this is all right though, if they're, do you know what I mean? And so the culture shifted towards with, with that the, as well. With the Garage thing, <clears throat> no one liked, the the MCs taking the mic did really it was like a girl, it, it was like it, a girls it. it was like a girls mm. thing when it? it was like for dancing basically. when you say no one liked it I mean no, you're I mean, talking about purists and starting to like actually try and rap oh like when they were making tunes and all that yeah, well it used to get boom boom get... boom selection boom 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 it was like their kind of there garage was, there rap was all right with that sort of you know, similar to the drum and bass thing, people was okay with somebody like keeping the 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 vibe going in in the in the room or whatever. But when people got up and started trying to actually, you know, do lyrics, I think people was just like, no, we don't, we don't want. It's not that sort of party. Stick to really. the selector <laughs> inside the ride. Shout out to me, shout out back. We see you. And and so I think a lot of those yeah. MCs, or from what I understand anyway, a lot of those selector. MCs went into grime which originally mm. didn't really have any any didn't really have any music didn't have any music it was like a few there was like a few garage b-sides that people used to mm. spit grime to originally oh and they were and that, was it. and that was like the esky beat or something yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like wiley's mm. b-sides or whatever that were like instrumentals that were good enough that you could you could put them on in hey, a club David. But people didn't mm. really, there was quite dark for a garage night mm. to put on some of those B-sides. But for the grime kids, they could they could sort of spit to them. Uh, also, there was like a lot of the grime was just on the streets with no tracks at all. It was just people clashing in the streets with each other. Can I say something though? Yeah. Oli, Oli, Oli. <laughs> 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 yeah, go on, go on. 
<laughs> yeah, so a lot of that early grime stuff is just people clashing in the street. Mm. And um, what were they clashing to though? So you're saying nothing. the B sides of no, nothing. Oh, just a cappella. Yeah, it's just they're just in yeah. So if you look at all them old, the early, early sort of like Ooh, okay, yeah, video, Lord of the know, Mics and all yeah, that. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's all just people clashing, clashing in the streets, wasn't it? There weren't really any tracks. Mm. And then but it's I guess like, it's well, people start using things like PlayStation beat making software to start making tracks. So the the, the early grime stuff is all really simple and sort of just you know trumpet sounds and really basic stuff yeah but do you really like it do you really need it what garage yeah yeah but the the sort of darker stuff that grime really sort of took hold of so the no one no one wanted anyone to get on stage and start talking about themselves Mm. at a garage at a garage night they didn't mind if people were just doing Mm. what were they called um, they were MCs, isn't it? Like a garage MC. Yeah. But what was that? What was that? Who done that song? You just you just sung. <laughs> uh, MC Neat, isn't it? No, no, no. Was I doing MC Neat or was I? Doing... <laughs> 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 That's fucked up. I know. They, I know the worst thing is I know MC Neat from all the way back then as well. Yeah. Like the transmission days. He was on transmission one. Right. And then you know, obviously, yeah, it became the. Ah, oh, what's the lyric he's got? I forgot it, man, but it's the tune that everyone used to. Oh, we the little needs unlock. We can make it true tonight. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one you was doing was. Uh, I was doing. Do you really yeah. like it? That was. Uh, loving it, loving it, loving it. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> like it. it. Oh. And it wasn't one was of them was name? from like Hijack or something when he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. MC Unknown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Comanche Sly. That's it, Comanche Sly. Comanche Sly. Um. And then I think Sharky P, shout out to Sharky P. Uh, MC, no, oh man, how am I forgetting his name, man? Really short guy. And he's like, loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it like this. Uh, DT, MC DT. Yeah, MC DT. Woo! Taking it back, boy. Trust, man. <laughs> Yo, you lot don't know, boy. <laughs> Teddy T is asking if you do, do a Welsh, Welsh garage MC. Do a Welsh garage MC, yeah, you lot taking the piss, man. I, won't be to, I can't even do Welsh, let alone. Do you really like it? That's a skill, man. Yeah, DJ Luck and MC Neat. That's it, man. Yeah, MC Neat. He was a he was a jungle MC, man. For that, so you know, for me, yeah, like the wet from my point of view. Garage came about, uh, sorry, you had um, MCs were doing Jungle. Mm. And then from there, moved into Garage. And then from there, moved into the Grime thing. Mm. Right, they, they, that's the influence was off the back of that. But, but obviously you had hip hop always there in the, you know, so in terms of lyrics and, you know, maybe flows and whatnot. There's yeah. still something coming from there, but there was this UK thing, which is a mix of mixture of patois, like it, you know, Caribbean accent, and then um, obviously the UK thing. You know, like street. You know what I mean? And then 
there's the whole thing of like whether hip hop is even our thing. It's like now they're making our thing, you know, off the back of the sort of jungle, the sort of house, happy hardcore MC sort of stuff. And then blend that in with toasting from mm. the, the dub reggae, you know what I mean? Yeah. And dancehall and whatnot. And then that, I feel like, has amalgamated into something which um, became more natural, I guess, for people in the end, which is, you know, now what we got, the well, then what we what was coming in with the grand thing is like mixing all of that, everything, mm. the jungle MC, the the hip hop you're hearing, the reggae, the, the you know, bashment, blah, blah, blah. And then bam, you've got that where they're clashing on a sort of dancehall thing, yeah, but then, yeah, yeah. you know, and so you could repeat the lyrics if you want, that sort of thing. But yeah, psychedelic psychedelic scientists said it there, hip hop is the best. So um, <laughs> what I sort of, you know, my my sort of take on how it moved into into <clears throat> what grime became is uh, exactly what you're saying. Back mm. in the, the 90s, it was a much more of a sort of, um, well, listen to like London Posse. So that sort of, that's well, that's yeah. the that's the that's the sort of voice of yeah. UK hip hop for that mm. early nineties onwards, and then that jungle comes out of that similar sort mm. of voice, Ragga Twins. Yeah, you know it's it's all it's all sort of Jamaican yeah, patois. Toasted, yeah, um, but then by the time that it turns that it turns into like a grime style there's like an American influence yeah. of like gangster rap is really, I think. I think in the later grime, like as grime started to develop, but in the beginning, they were coming off the back of like jungle MC and, yeah. and, and garage, like yeah, slash yeah, garage. Yeah, yeah. So but that's what I'm saying. I think they were, the, they were the people who got kicked out of the garage raves for trying to spit lyrics. Yeah, not probably, like, yeah. Not for just rhyming with the beat, keeping everyone in the party mm. and all that sort of thing. I think the people who came on stage, or from what I remember, the people who came on stage and was like, "Yeah, yeah," I'm, and started talking about themselves. People were just like, "No, nah, you can't. You got to. You got to keep the party going. You can't just come mm. on here and start, you know, doing gangster lyrics at the party. <laughs> people don't want to hear that." And it sort of had like a dark edge to it as well. I think when people were trying yeah, to enjoy themselves, someone edge, comes yeah. on and, and brings like a dark vibe to the to the rave, so they got pushed away and I think that's really why like grime starts on the streets instead of in the clubs yeah but it's all it's also got like a sort of m more darker feel to it than all of that actual lyricism did back in the 90s you know the early 90s mm. Mm. then you get that crossover somewhere around the millennium where there's like instead of the South London voice being the dominant voice in UK hip hop, suddenly it switches to North London mm. and there's like a split in that, like the sort of the like grime stuff is still like a South London mm. type vibe, like maybe a more of a Jamaican influence in it with the clashing mm. and all that sort of stuff. And then the North London stuff is like a, a bit more of like a sort of golden, golden age, rap thing mm. you know? wow. that's, what I, that's what i see it that's what i always sort of saw that's it interesting point of it was view. like a new thing came in and like low life and all that was like the sort of 
center of it all in a way or oh that was the 2000s sort yeah of around about then i think you sort of started getting this more like a overall sound to to uk hip-hop mm. that sounded more like that and less like down south because mm. mm. it always sounded like it's from south of the river that's interesting before i don't know why so like roots maneuver yeah all the old all the old school mm. UK lot have all got that sort of twang, sound. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You know what? I've always it's thinking about it now because yeah, Twang, Rodney P, um, obviously Scheme and all that, mm. and it's like yeah, people always ask me if I'm from South London. Mm. I'm like, now nah, I'm from West. Like, uh, why do people always it's say like, that? But now it's like yeah, of course, yeah, yeah that's why. <laughs> Moment, but yeah, Gleemus, that was a interesting one. He said, um, check out <laughs> Wikipedia. <clears throat> I think it was. Um, to do with the list wiki page of, list of, UK, of uk garage, garage. artists <clears throat> and uh why is Ruse maneuver on there that's hilarious <clears throat> i mean first of all probably because it's wiki <clears throat> that would be a strong indicator right there my brother because <laughs> wiki is nuts wiki said that i was um half australian <laughs> i don't even look at wiki for myself because i think it's ridiculous looking at something i don't know who the person was uh, has written about me. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't touched Wiki and I'm not, you know what I mean? I don't, yeah, I just don't know who's behind it to even trust. So yeah, I'm not even surprised. Roots, Roots Maneuvers on there. That's hilarious. Yeah. That is hilarious. But yeah, so what would we say? Okay, pay as you go. They were probably the ones that kind of brought it to the forefront that this is kind of garage, but not garage. And then, you know what I mean? But it, it, I guess it, it was at the time still, but like you're saying, it was more like, okay, you're going to put a verse on this and then there'll be a chorus, then you're going to put a verse on this and the chorus wears. So it solid. Was, yeah, and so solid. South London, again. Ah, Big collective as well. go east. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, right, we've got a new contender. Mm. East, uh, east, east. Uh, Daddy Freddy's on there, is it? Yeah. <laughs> you can. Gleam said you can find grime in the garage, but never a garage <laughs> in the grime. Uh, no one wanted arms <laughs> house at their mum's house on a night out. <laughs> Shout to Bruce Willis. He said no one wanted arms house. And her mum's house on the night out. <laughs> you don't want our mum's house. What was my man's name that used to do the sound effects? Flirt a D. Flirt a D, innit? Yeah. yeah. I used to be like, how the hell does he do this? <laughs> and yeah. It was characters, man. Mr. Wong. Was it Mr. Wong? Channel U. IBMC. Yeah, Channel U. Yeah, that was big. That was uh, instrumental in it, really. In yeah. Life, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. IBM IBMC said Roots did some garage before he did a hip hop. I think I heard that. Is it? Uh. Uh, interesting. Shout out to Regantology in the building. What's going on? No, nah, I didn't do any garage, man. I did jungle. So um for those who don't know, I did when I started rhyming, I was rapping. Um, like, you know, twelve, thirteen, and then um 
you know, yeah, and I was like the young one in a group and all that, and um, you know, we'd rap over other instrumentals and whatnot, but nothing really ever happened. It was like we entered one talent contest. That was it. We had a manager, but we always used to be practicing, and yeah, it was like whatever. And then I got into road shit, and then got into jungle because my brethren who used to rap as well, um, but he used to rap the same like English, <clears throat> and he, but he took me to this um. Um, radio station, pirate radio station. And I was like 15 or something like that. And then he, he went on and he was like, but he didn't do, he wasn't rapping. He was doing like jungle. And I was like, huh? And I went on, I was rapping because the, you know, the jungle instrumental was still tempo mm. that I could rap on. But I was like, right, I need to do it like that though. And so I got into jungle. And then, um, and obviously like rap, I was just like, yeah, you can't, no one's, yeah, it doesn't work here type thing. And then it's a jungle, jungle, jungle. And then realizing, like, right, people don't really give a damn what you're saying in the jungle. They just want to hear a bit of it, yeah. a bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. So then, uh, but, you know, through that, it was like, I, I, we got to be like ghetto superstars, you know what I mean? Throughout West, we're on this radio station called Transmission One. That's who my brethren I was chatting to about, uh, Reds, Mr. Reds. He was a DJ on there. So I used to MC for him, MC BK, Baby Kevin. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? And so it's like, it's funny. And meeting, you know, so that even that, after transmission, we went onto a station called uh, Rinse FM. And that was before it was legal. This was like an illegal pirate station. Uh, and people's, you know, pirate radio, it would be in someone's kitchen. You just random people, like you don't know, in their front room or whatever, they got a cat and that cat stinks, you know what I mean? The cat's got like you know bladder problems and that, so you got you got to go in there with wellies on, um, yeah. Or <laughs> even to the point where uh, there was a few times it would be rinse FM would be in Wiley's bedroom um, because you know <clears throat> shout to Genius and uh, all the crew. Yeah, they you know wouldn't have anywhere to do it. It'd be like yeah, you know what I mean. So mum is sitting there like doing all the juggle shit and all that. But after a while, man. For me, it just became a joke because it, uh, I still had that. It was like about lyrics, you know what I mean? I'd be doing it, like we'd be driving to go east, pick up everybody, go east, uh, and to do this. But I'd be listening to like Wu-Tang or The Roots or, mm. you know what I mean, on the way. Even Erica Badu or whatever, just anything about the jungle. Go there, just get drunk, blazing and whatnot. It's kind of, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and then I, I was done, man. I was done. So, you know, yeah, been through all of that shit. So that's how I know all of those different cats as well. Like Skibbity, rest in peace of Skibbity, man. Knew him really well. Um, and he was like, yo, hardworking dude, man. I actually met him like in the big, early, early stages when, um, I've forgotten the name of the um, rave, but it was like an event that him and Skits used to do and a few other people. And it was like one of them sort of like, underground you know sort of um tribal jungle raves i've forgotten the name of it man messed up but yeah he was there from so early uh, what's your name yeah skibbity yeah right that's skibbity you know yeah skibbity you mm. sick man did it you know and then so throughout the years uh, i've seen how hard working my man was like how much he's done and who he's become through all of that so it's like crazy i can't imagine how many people heartbroken you know what i mean just mm. like i am to see that he's gone man but yeah yeah rest in peace to a legend boy in that jungle scene
So people like him, Stevie Hyper D, another guy, rest in yeah. peace. Mm. Yeah, like, you know, um, knew all of them sort of guys uh, through the years, man. So it definitely feels like a blessing to, because I feel like as well, it kind of helps with like, especially with the jungle, when I stepped like, you know, into this UK hip hop world, which I didn't really know there was until, you know, like yeah. talking about going to Mudlands and all that sort of thing. But until then, you know, because a lot of people are just stepping in through that, they're not really getting the experience I have. When I came in, my voice was already there. I already had projection and all that because you had to work on that anyway through, you know, all that loud shit. you got to be able to. And um, shout out to IC3. He used to teach us um, like how he used to practice um, projecting his voice, making sure his voice is louder. He'd turn the music up and then just try and shout over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just gave you like, a little gem out there for you young buddy MCs. If you really want to get that projection, you know what I mean? You turn that shit loud and try and rap over that mother lover. Yeah. And you got to use the diaphragm. Nah, man. Yeah, nah, old school. Yeah, it's old school shit like that. Like, oh, okay. And that gets your breathing. You were like breathing patterns right. Yeah, everything. You ain't got no choice because you're like, right, yo, how am I gonna get louder? Okay. Yeah. Bam. So yeah, man. You know. That's and then, like, and then uh, what was it after the after the jungle? What was the sort of switchover point? Because I got just so sick of it. And um, well, the main switchover was when I got sick, when I got um, the tra tracheostomy. Yeah. Because I, I was toying with it. I was like, listen, you know, buying albums again and, you know, like just back into it heavy. I used to check the twins. I used to buy a draw off the twins and that. They, live on, on the, they lived on the fifth floor. Shout out to Martin and Michael. Go there, bam, and then they'll be playing like, um, like just hip hop. They'll just always, every time I go there, I buy a drawer. They let me sit down, bill up, bill a zoot and that, and then they'll be playing bare hip hop. And they used to do this thing where they'd um, every day they'd pick a new word out of the dictionary, and that would be their word of the day and all that. Yeah, and they got me into it, and you know, just all like listening to Master Ace, Big Daddy Kane. They, they were just making sure I'm hearing. The shit that I was hearing yeah, back, right. you know, when you know, when I was young. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what a rap, twelve, thirteen. No, not really knowing what the fuck. And so yeah, that really got me back in. But then it was only until yeah, I when I got ill and then kind of realizing like right, my voice has gone, uh, you know, I couldn't use my voice after talk, um, using a pen and all that. Then as as there, like, yeah, you know what, if I get through this. I'm gonna go for this rap shit, man. Mm. I'll go through it. So then, bam, you know. Um, obviously, tracheostomy out. Um, working back on getting my neck back, you know, into a better sort of growth, whatnot. And then, um, so I'm wearing a neck brace, but then going round to my bridge and Ryan from school, Holland Park. We called him Orion. Me and my cousin Del. We go around there. Skits will come down there sometimes as well. But it was like, um, after I, I had spent a few months like getting back a bit more healthy and then once I could get back out again, after about six or seven months or something like that, then I went, I'd go check him and he'd make beats just like these raggle, um, Wu-Tang, RZA type beats on his Amiga. 
And then we just sit there in the freestyle. So I got a neck brace on, like freestyling. And like, yeah, 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 yeah. Bam, and just working on like, uh, I want to use my voice. Like, uh, I remember we used to listen to MCD and all that. And he was the one that really made me realize like, yo, you can use, you can rap like how you talk, but you got to make it so that everyone can hear, not just the people around you. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it was really like working on, okay, my tone and making sure it's not too like, Cockney or not too ragga or you know what I mean not mm. too yardy or whatever and then um yeah so that was what I was working on for it so it's like a, a, a year and a half two years of that and then once I like you know fully because I had to spend about a year and a half with the neck brace and then once I uh, you know could kind of get back around in it then bam I was like right go out bam bam I, I must have went to um who was it again I think it, it was either Grave Diggers or it was someone at um, uh, Subterranea in Labour Grove. And then I, I was there in the crowd. I think it was Grave Diggers. And then bam, I was sat right next to, I was right next to um, Skanky D, who's the old school brethren that was in the crew that I was in when I was a kid. You know, thinking that I could be a rapper. I was the youngest mm. in the crew. Then my name was Ragamuffin BK. <laughs> Ragamuffin Baby Kevin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious, man. <laughs> Ragamuffin BK. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was like, I, I feel like I've spoken about this before, but yeah, he was like, Ra, what are you doing here? Um, and uh, I was like, yeah, man. He, he goes, yeah, what are you doing here, man? You back on the rap thing? He's really tall, so he's looking down on me like, yeah, what are you doing here? You back on the rap thing? Yeah, I thought you was a jungle MC. I was, nah, man, I'm done with that a while ago, bro. He goes, right, is it? You back on it, yeah? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, all right, you know, swap numbers. He goes, bro, you got to meet my brethren. He's a producer, man. He lives, you know, because he lives in London. So he's like, yeah, link him up. And then we linked up and it was Blue. It was DJ Bluefoot. So Blue was the first producer I met, you know, that can make hip hop. And I yeah. was like, oh, before that, yeah, what I'd done is I went and um, bought an Amiga, a Korg keyboard, and I thought I was a producer. I thought I could make beats because I, I could play drums and that, you know what I mean? I thought, yeah, I could just hit a few, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to make a little dub plate special for 279. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's gonna get on two seven nine. Yeah, I'm gonna smash it. Da, da, da. And I did this thing like, and I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm making something sick. Doom, 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 doom. I was like, yeah, this is sick. This is sick. I wrote some bars to it and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is gonna be. And when I finally met Blue and sat his and he's playing beats and that, I was like, ah, later. I didn't know <laughs> what the hell I was doing. I was like, yo, does anyone want to buy a Korg and Amiga? Like, yeah, I ain't. Nah, this, uh, the drums, <laughs> sample, like, I didn't know any of that. So what I'd made to me was cool because yeah, I'm, yeah. you know, you for anything. Uh, yeah. It was hilarious, man. But yeah, that, so that, that was when it, you know, that was the moment when it changed, when I, when I got ill, it was like, yeah, mm. game done changed, yeah. fuck this shit. And then it was funny, like even Exit the I jungle. bumped into, uh, like I'd met up with Skibbity, he, cause he was getting into it as well a bit later on. And so you remember the time when he'd done Tune With Skits and a few other people as well, like hip hop sort of stuff. Mm. 
yeah, not too long before that, we'd linked up and I, you know, just listened to each other's stuff and be like, ah, oh, okay, like, yeah, it was interesting, man. But he, he knew, he was like, yeah, yeah, you've been on this from time, you've been on this from time, so, yeah. Mm. Good old days, boy. Got, yeah, uh, that's the beauty of it, man. Yeah. Um, psychedelic, where, where's one from? Uh, oh. Hype, hype, hoo! Yeah. Flat D. Hype, hype, hoo! Hype, hype, hoo! Anybody with a winner with a no Hype, hype, hoo! Hype, hype, hoo! Psychedelic scientist, that's mad. I got draws off the twins as well. What, the Ragga twins? Don't know if that's what he's on about. Draws so after you had said about the twins in the flats. Oh. Uh, different twins. <laughs> different twins, all right. Uh, mm. oh, he said what happened. Uh, if you want to know what happened, check out episode seven. Is that it? I think um, it is. Maybe I'm wrong. It's, uh, oh, yeah, it's a long story. On the video, it's called the. I think it's called the scar. Uh, the in brackets, the scar on my neck. Is that it? Mm. Is that the one? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That was that yeah, was a much a... much quicker summary of the whole thing of episode one and episode seven or whatever it is. Yeah, because it's quite a, a lot of madness. But yeah, man, feel blessed to be here and be able to friggin enjoy life man with people you know that's why you you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow so you really gotta make sure whatever you're getting into is some shit you might not never have known about before <laughs> 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 yeah, do you know what i mean on that note man here's some shit you might not never know nothing about my beloveds let me get it up and make sure you lot know each and every time man we got to give a big shout out to Canisters UK. If you want to get premium CBD, the place to go to is canisterssuk.com. Listen, mother lovers, these guys supply you with the best CBD products available, in my opinion, especially in the UK, but I would say in the world too, mother lovers. In the world, whether it's flat or it's round, I don't know about all that, but I do know this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So let me give you a little, uh, you know what I mean, little info on the products they provide. So basically, what is CBD? Some people may ask. CBD is short for cannabis oil. Cannabis oil. Yeah, I'm saying that right now. Cannabis oil. Yeah, this is a non-psychoactive cannabinoid um, found in the cannabis plant. And uh, why would you use CBD? Well, it's one uh, of over 100 active cannabinoids in cannabis and has been used historically for its many health benefits without the high associated with THC. So basically, there was a time where everyone was growing. They'd have a little patch of weed growing. And this was not, not for everyone to get high off of. This was for them to eat. Because apparently, very nutritious. And uh, especially with the CBD content, which was a lot higher. You know, being that the soil was probably a bit more pure as well. So when it comes to Canisters mm -hmm. UK, um, 
what they're saying is like using CBD as your natural daily food supplement is a great way to support your body's um, endocannabinoid system. So your ECS. Uh, every mammal on earth has an ECS. So unless you are an alien or a reptilian or something other instead <laughs> of verbal, it might be a good idea, man. If another thing you might not never know nothing about, there is CBD, there are cannabinoids in breast milk, ladies and gentlemen. That's why you might see your baby looking high after it comes off the booby. That's why they come off like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they're feeling good. Not because it's a psychoactive thing. That, but unless your mum drinks, you know what I mean? Unless the mother's drinking it, <laughs> she's blazing. Yeah. But more of the fact that CBD's got them feeling righteous. It's got them feeling good. And what does that say, man? Do you know what I mean? Logic will tell you if the first thing the baby's looking for is the milk, is to climb up to that teat, that beautiful round hump of milk, <laughs> fats, <laughs> cannabinoids, <laughs> whatever else. The alcohol, if she's a general joke. <laughs> yeah, if the baby's reaching for that, that means something. That's intrinsic. Baby knows that that's what it needs. You know what I mean? And if there's CBD in there, what does that mean? I mean, it's something we need. So you got to hit up com. And guess what? Of any product, and I'm talking about any product, whether it comes to um, the chocolate bars, you know what I mean, Belgian chocolate, or the sprays, whether you want indica or sativa, whether you want CBD balm, all these things can help. Whether you've got anxiety, um, you have aches and pains, you know, swellings, uh, it can help you with so many different things, man. Chocolate stirrers. Now, when it comes to the chocolate stirrers, just make sure you're cotching. Make sure the feet are up. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, just don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because you just want to relax after that. You just want to chill. Yeah, you can hit them up. Um, make sure, of course, that when you do, you make that order. When you get to the end, you type in S Y M N N K N A. I'll say that again. S Y M N N K N A. 20. And you can get yourself off. 20% Marvel lovers. Sim 20% off. Canisters is just, it's just S Y M N N K N A. I don't think it's got. Oh, 20. no, it's not the 20 on no, this. No, My bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After all that. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a go. Yeah, it, might yeah. be, it might be an Easter egg code. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you never know, man. Yeah. Try 30. Never know. Ooh. Push it. See if you can. Yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So it's S-Y-M-N-N-K-N-A. 20% off. Bitches and bitchettes. No discrimination. Yeah, man. Um, I'll tell you what. If things don't change, man. I don't know where things are going to go, bruv. You know? It's just like Johnsy was saying, until we realise that we are all in the same boat together, we probably won't get no freedom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think 
it's it's quite tricky, you know what I mean? Shout out to all the uh, awakened ones over there, out there. You know what I mean? Like people are slowly kind of getting a better understanding of what kind of deception is going on out here. Um, yeah. But obviously you're still surrounded by a lot more people that aren't, you know, and still glued to the TV and whatnot. Um, still reading the papers, like believing everything they're seeing. Yeah. So, you know, it is a bit weird. I think, you know, everyone's a bit happier now that we're not so much locked down and whatnot. But at the same time, um, the energy's not, it's not fully where it needs to be yet, isn't it? You know, I kind of felt it out being out and about doing these gigs and whatnot. It's been really good. Like it's been good energy, but it's still not where it was. You can still feel there's yeah. kind of hesitancy from people. And what I'm getting to understand is, is because people, regardless of whether they don't believe whatever's going on or they're just like, oh, I'm just carrying on with my life. They probably still don't understand what it is that mm -hmm. they, you know, that they're not really following anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, mean, that's true. People have got to, <clears throat> not people, but some, an increasing number of people are getting to the point where they know that this is, there's something not right about it, mm. but they still have the, the sort of, they still haven't updated the operating system. They've still got mm. the operating system that says there's a virus out there. Mm. They need to and unlearn. It's like, that's that's the that's the main problem. Catalyst, yeah. Without it? with that being demolished, when you when you yeah look at all of that and realize like oh wow, it's not it's not just something like they've lied about the numbers. It's that they've lied about the virus. Yeah, that's what. That's, yeah. That's and it's it it's really tricky for people to get their head around it because yeah. it's quite a an messy sort of story and intricate and there's not not everything is answered in the way that you're expecting it but you've got to understand that first of all you have to go like back way back in history like how did it begin we'll go to the beginning 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 like the real beginning not you know what they tell you what everything that's out there that's easily viable tells you. You have to look at things that are a lot, it might be a bit more expensive than just buying whatever book, you know what I mean? But, or, or take a bit more time, but you kind of realize you start putting the pieces together and you realize like, oh my gosh, that's for real. Mm. You know, like this isn't just a little lie about this. This is a big lie about virtually everything, the idea that you have about getting sick. If, if you're a science enjoyer, then, yeah. then like, you, you know that like science is only as good as its last experiment. So mm. there's no there's no such thing as settled science, and it's okay to admit that that there's some things that science got wrong mm. because it's not meant to be like oh we got everything right. And there are meant it. to be some things that that they haven't got right, and it takes you know hopefully it sometimes takes centuries for for it to correct. You know, mm. it's not just it gets to the point where everyone's just like, no, that's exactly, that is definitely the truth about what, you know, because yeah, you don't know, there's not really or... any actual way of knowing, not ultimately, as we found out with a flat earth thing. Yeah. Is that, you know, with some things, until you get to the 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 end stage, the mm. bit where you die, you, <laughs> you how are you going to know any of this yeah, stuff? You know, yeah. you, if, 
you don't know if there's a heaven until you actually die and go to heaven mm. if there is a heaven um and you know so it's all right to to have some of the, to have some for science to have got things wrong it's not it's not anything unusual it's just treated unusual now when you say to people yeah but that's that's not exactly what's happening you know as people interpreting what's happening in a certain way you can, and it's understandable i can see why people think mm. that viruses are created outside the body and then enter into the body i can i can fully understand why people have this idea that you're being attacked all the time yeah when once it's like and um, the body somehow breaks it lets you down at some point and just decides to attack you and turns on you yeah. Turn, yeah i can see why people think that it's a yeah. mindset yeah 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 we've all been there we've all been in the place where we sort of you know we feel like everything's against us or we feel like we're being attacked mm. and all that and you you know and you apply it to it's just another step mm. do you know what i mean there's another, mm. there's another step you're just applying it to science or, or to nature sorry you're saying oh now nature's attacking me mm. not just people attacking me or not just a country attacking me or so yeah, yeah it's your very own body yeah. what it's doing is it's eating itself and yeah. you only have this amount of time to live bam yeah right that's it no there's nothing we can do bye and it's just it's, yeah. and well, you can see well. how it's interpreted that way and i can even see all of the stuff that they call evidence as to how that's happening mm. but there's just a few questions still that you should really be asking yeah like how do you know that's uh, the first one is yeah. how do you know that that's true yeah and how do you so you, you're you know you're saying like this person is saying that so and so and so, but how do you know that they know that that's true? Mm. Like, where's the like, um, you know, proof that no one can deny? Yeah. Where's the unequivocal proof? Yeah. Like, show me. How how is that settled? You, because we don't do that. No. Then it becomes just a thing that everyone keeps saying, and they say it enough times that it becomes the truth, the fact. Mm. Even though we don't know, we don't understand that that's a theory. People will get angry with you. I've had someone, they got angry with me. I don't think you understand what theory means within science. Mm. That doesn't mean the same thing that it means. Anyway, it's Any, still a, yeah, it's a theory. Like, what are you saying? Like, Take, give me your definition. Yo. Well, you know, because, yeah, like, yeah. What Does it mean something different? No, it means the same thing. Yeah, so it's scary, it's man. Word. It's scary, the, the emotional attachment people have to their sort of beliefs being, possibly being all wrong. Like your whole life matter, it. yeah. Everyone's been there. Yeah, I, can that's true. I can understand. You know, it's not like I've got anything against anybody who's got mainstream beliefs, mm. who enjoys mainstream believing. Mm. So, Lawrence Limburger, would you drink pond water that was full of all sorts? Yeah, but that's that's because the, right. So, pond water is going to be full of 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 um, organisms. So they're life forms. So that's like saying would you eat anything that's just alive well most of the most of the things we eat are dead when you eat them you know you don't eat alive things but they're organisms and some organisms microorganisms are dangerous mm. so it's not that they're a virus it's that it is a dangerous microorganism mm. and it can kill you if it gets in your you know you can get parasites mm. parasites can kill you they're, they're actual living organisms mm. And bacteria can kill you. Bacteria is a living organism. If you get 
necrotic bacteria in your mouth, you'll start eating the skin in your in your mouth. It's necrotic. It eats it eats flesh. So it's there for when you when when you die, the necrotic bacteria gets more and more on your body and cons starts consuming the body and helping break it down. But they're living organisms. You know what I mean, they're ba they're bacterial. Yeah, it's the same like when trees, um, you know, leaves and all that drop. Yeah, and bacteria yeah. Eat little, and little grubs and, yeah. and worms and and that's what bacteria is meant Goes to do. Goes into the soil. Yeah. And then grows into something. And if you else. if you look at like um, when simple. they talk about weaponizing viruses, there's there's no evidence that a virus has ever been weaponized, but there is evidence that life forms have been weaponized. Anthrax. They always talk about anthrax mm. in biological weapons, but anthrax is a spore, so it's a, it is a it's a life form. Mm. So of course you can grow life forms. They're fucking. It's easy to grow a life form. Mm. You know, spores of anthrax. Mm. But there's no evidence that they've grown back uh, viruses in labs. This gain of function stuff. That ain't, mm. None of that's been, there's no real evidence for it's it. It's just been said, isn't it? The only thing they talk about, and this <laughs> happened in the Russia thing recently, Deep, is that in all the labs in Ukraine that they said they was making biological w weapons in, mm. were all back, uh, they were all bacteria or, sp or spores that they claimed they were growing. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah. They didn't once mention a virus. They didn't say, and gain of function oh, and Ukraine have been making viruses in labs. Russia said Ukraine mm. have been making biological um, weapons in labs. Yeah. And when they listed it off, it was anthrax, cholera maybe, or something like that. Some other, all the things they listed off were all bacterial. Mm. So they're just living, you, you could cultivate anthrax at home. You just go... <laughs> You just got to find the anthrax spores and cultivate them. Mm. You know, you could cultivate um, some dangerous bacteria at home. It's just a bacteria. All mm. you're doing is growing a bacteria. Mm. It's not hard to grow. It's not hard to grow a mold that could kill you. Mm. You know. What's that? Putting down. <laughs> He's on about um, putting down. Is that anthrax he's talking about? Spraying anthrax. Oh. There's more. There's evidence now that they've weaponized the virus. There, there's not even evidence of viruses outside of living, outside of living cells. There's no evidence of viruses existing outside of living cells. There, no one's yeah, isolated it's... a virus outside of a living cell, or outside of a you know. You don't fight. You you couldn't just wipe a surface, and go. Oh, look, a virus. Mm. No one's ever found a free-floating virus anywhere. They find viruses in things and on, and, you know, on living things. But there's no, there's no proof that those viruses have come from anywhere other than that living thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, mm. there's no proof they've been generated anywhere else other than within that organism. Mm. The Guardian is probably not the place to be looking at for anything because, you know, the idea behind it all is just to keep your mind in that matrix in believing that, you know, the, the, the big, the whole sort of idea of you catching things of people is true. So whether it be through films, through news, 
through. So you can say outbreaks, this, that, and the third. But what you've got to understand is there's more than one way that one can become sick. Yeah. And we know that through, you know, bam, just don't drink water for a while. You're going to get a headache. You get constipated. They're forms of being sick, no? You know what I mean? There are so many different ways that that can happen, though, at the same time. You can, whether you drink too much alcohol, bam, you got a headache, that's hangover, whatever. We call that hangover. It's the same thing. You're dehydrated, but and you've given yourself a bunch of alcohol, so there's chemical flowing around in your body that's going to make it have to work harder. You know, um, you can talk about, like, going out in the freezing cold, bare back, no top on. After 10 minutes, what happens? You catch a cold. Who did you catch it from? You're on your own. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's how you can get sick like that. Go or, out for a weekend of drinking. Yeah. Train too hard. Work out. When yeah. I did the PT course, that was one of the reasons. Yeah. was like, yeah, what give happens up, give when up you coffee. train too hard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, up, give up smoking yeah. and go jogging. Yeah. All right, sit, three people sitting around. If we're sitting, or us two here sitting, eating like really spicy food, we start sweating. It's not, it's not but we're not talking about, oh, we must quote that from each other. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And all these different things could happen. Bruv, like honestly, if you start, like step out of that matrix and just, just look at the stuff that you can't be bothered to look at, read the stuff you can't be bothered to read, and then... It will start, the picture will start to come together, especially when you look within yourself, like look at your own experiences, mm. which remember they always try and move us away from when they tell you, oh, that's just analytical, that's um, uh, anecdotal, sorry. That's an anecdotal story. That's not scientifically, bruv, but that really happened. I was there, I went through it. So now think about all them times. Think about all the times someone, you, you were around somebody and you got sick. Yeah. Then think about all the times you're around somebody, sorry, yeah, you're around somebody that was sick and you got sick and then think about all the times you were around somebody that was sick but you didn't get sick. And try and weigh up which happened more, yeah? Hmm. And you start to realize, oh, shit. And it's one of them ones, man. It's that, you know, red pill, blue pill moment of whether you really want to find out. And I think once that you get that out of the way, though, once you understand that, bruv, the freedom you have is next level because you realize like, oh my God, it's just a whole bunch of shit that they put out there for you to keep looking at this and reading this and, uh, uh, but now they said, uh, and the lab, uh, but China, uh, uh, the bat, <laughs> mm. like, what happened to the bat? Do you know what I mean? What happened to what all happened of to that? The wet, what happened to the wet market? Yeah, what happened it's to the wet market, going. man? What happened to the uh, <laughs> Chinese videos with it? Uh. But, um, what happened to that? Anyone see that? Anyone? <laughs> Think, you, man. Start thinking, man. If you've never heard man. of a, uh, a Herxheimer reaction as well, if, you, if you've never done detox stuff or, mm, you know, anything yeah. where, you, where, you, where you do, yeah, if you, a, a Herxheimer reaction, if you go and look at um, what the description of Herxheimer reaction, flu-like symptoms from detoxing too fast. That's what it's, it's flu-like symptoms. That's what it's described as. I've had it. Detoxing. If you've if you've ever detoxed too fast, you've had flu-like symptoms. Mm. Not flu. That's what it literally is. It's not the flu. All detoxing. <laughs> Your body has to renew. When you when they talk about every seven years, 
you are a new you. Like your whole body's regenerated. Yeah. Where does where do you think your body goes? Like yeah. where do you think <laughs> would you think it just like morphs into yeah that shit's got a, it comes out and it comes out in various different ways all the ways we secrete from sweating shitting puking um uh crying yawning you know what i mean all these different ways wax where do you think all this comes from these are all different ways that we start shedding yeah. and sometimes you know the, the bacteria in your body it just feels like yo this is enough we need to get all this shit that we've been shitting out out of this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's when it comes. Bam. Now you just gotta aid that. Drink loads of water. The reason why you can't you ain't got no um appetite is because your body don't want you to eat. Yeah. You just do what a dog does just or a chill. cat does. You just you just don't drink, don't eat, just till you know, just sit and just let it pass. Yeah, you should so, drink water though, because your body's yeah, but working. Dogs, dogs and cats, they know. But like we're not dogs know. or cats. No, but they know. They know when they're like, well, if I don't feel like drinking something, yeah, I'm just not going to do it because it will make, the, you know, they'll throw up if they start. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. in that state, they yeah, know. yeah, they yeah. Just, you can see animals know when they're ill. They just go off somewhere quiet, sit on their own, just wait for it to pass, or they go and eat grass and throw it up themselves, throw up or whatever, you know. Mm. And they know, whereas, like, we've got to learn the difference between something that's in accord with nature and something that's just in accord with with how man works, you know. So this idea that you're being attacked all the time by something is that actually how is that actually how nature works? Is nature constantly under attack from itself and trying to kill itself, or is it always trying to reach some sort of harmonious point? You know, are you constantly under attack or attacking people all the time? Are you attacking people all the time? You know, if you if you've got that mindset of like I'm always under attack, is that your projection? Are you are you projecting yourself onto nature and saying, well, I'm always attacking people, so surely everyone else is just like me and they're always attacking people? Because people like to attack people, don't they? So yeah, you know, we're at war now. But are you in accord with nature, where you're trying to find <laughs> some sort of, you know, equilibrium? Symbiosis, yeah, some and if you balance. Look around, that's what you're trying. That's what, and if if that's what nature's trying to do, that's what you. That's what you're trying to do. Except you're you projecting to onto do. it and seeing it as something else. Yeah, that's what you should. That's all about balance, man. Yeah, balance is key. Once I switched up my diet, I ain't no frigging vegan, by the way. I don't know why people keep asking me if I'm vegan and all that. Cause, right? <laughs> but yeah, but once I switched it up, bruv, I used to get sick like often. Not like mad often, you know, where I get a cold all the time, but regularly enough that every time I went to Australia, I'd get some kind of, and I thought it was like, oh, I thought it was because the um, air con and all that, and my throat and, but you know, back then I was on the baitless, man. I weren't really drinking water like this. Um, I was um, always, you know, fizzy drinks, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm. I didn't really care about. You weren't in the hydration I had, game. yeah crisps you know what i mean or whatever munchies whatever the hell yeah. i wasn't yeah all the fried chicken this that blah 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 i wasn't even thinking and then bam once i switched that up bruv for years now years i don't get sick like that yeah there's every now and again well i could say twice in the last sort of 12 years or something like that i've been sick where i'm you know and now i know i understand like i've really 
looked in, you know, when I'm talking about looked into this, I'm like, he's got this today. What's this? Natural history of, the history of natural hygiene. Yeah, because I saw Herbert Shelton on there, Herbert M. Shelton, you know about him. I thought, bruh, I need to check this out. When you think about the history of natural hygiene, it's like, what? Why would you get that? But it's got to have started somewhere. What did they think back then when they were like, oh, hygiene is what we should, is key in order to um, not be sick? Because we noticed that, you know, since hygiene has been, you know, a thing. And you're like, wow, hygiene was a thing at a time. Like, we just take it for granted. We got sink, toilet, you know, whatever. You, yeah. to, you know what I mean? We don't even think about how, how it was back then. And could this possibly be re the reason why people were getting sick? Mm. Because hygiene levels were not mm. up to scratch back then. Do you know what I mean? That's another reason you can get ill. And then what's, what's annoying about today, though, is that the things that they're giving you to use for hygiene are probably worse <laughs> than it was back then. There's, there's a you tipping know, point. Bleach and yeah, there's a tipping point you know, between all these soap chemicals bars, between using a bar of soap and using like 25 chemicals yeah. to clean your kitchen. Yeah, 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 yeah. A yeah. bar of soap was fine. Shit's dangerous, man. And <laughs> when, you know, not everybody thinks about that, but you you know, these could be reasons why you get sick a lot as well. There's so many yeah. different reasons, but all we're told about yeah. is that that's psychedelic scientists is saying no devilish poison. Yeah. So there you go. That's another thing that can harm you is poisons. Exactly. So that's the other thing that they talk about when they talk about developing government bioweapons is poisons. So Which is actually... like Novachok. It's just a poison. That's why they can use it on somebody. Oh, he got stabbed with a poison dart. Yeah. They never go, he got stabbed with a virus. It's nah. always like anthrax or some sort of poison or toxin. You know, it's all biological. It's never anything other than those things. And somebody in the chat saying that viruses are, are just a life form. They're not a life form. They're not alive. So they've always gone on about that. They're not alive. So you can't yeah. call a virus a life form. They it's want you to RNA. believe that um, some little tiny micro thing like that. It's yeah. got a well, mind it, that it, can it, tell it, the time. Yeah. Six o'clock. Oh, no, no. You can... <laughs> no, you're black. Not to, yeah, be yeah, spikes, yeah. Not, to be, not to have spike proteins or something yeah, yeah. learn it you can just go in school and learn it inside your body um and the adverts for the cleaning staff where they say oh kills all known viruses 99.9 percent .9 and we, we, you can't kill a virus it's a virus it's not alive but you can tell people that you can oh yeah yeah because everybody thinks yeah but that's that should be the giveaway sign that people are just projecting onto all of this stuff so why don't they just spray that all like everywhere, everywhere. and then get rid of it all then like, <laughs> like no one, you know, it says that, yeah, it kills off it. So how could you still here then? If you, why don't they just spray that all everywhere then? Like, yeah, don't ask that. Don't ask that. Yeah. Don't worry about why all the supermarkets have been open all this time. You'd be shopping there all this time. There ain't been no, no, we had to lock off, boy, because the whole place was like, right, bear man got like, you know what I mean? The butchers got it first of all. Like that's why I reckon there might be like bat meat there now. By the way, but yeah, then spread over to the BWSL. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the roller just nah, none of that from one species to none another. None of that. Somehow. But don't ask. Don't ask about that. Yeah, just carry on watching and, madness, uh, bro. Talking of your uh, hygiene, the book on hygiene is like the thing that you're trying to remove by using soap is 
is really bacterial or or poisons toxic things you know so you wash your hands after going to the toilet because you can have necrotic bacteria on your skin you know which is which is it's bacteria that eats things so it's, it eats it necrotizes skin mm. so that's what in your gut is lots of bacteria you're not washing your hands for viruses you're washing your hands to get rid of bacteria and it's bacteria that causes sickness if people eat if 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 i ate your bacteria that had come out of your ass it would probably make me sick do you see what i mean yeah that's why you wash your hands. yeah but that's why but, but so when people are saying would you eat pond water would you drink pond water you don't know what's in the pond it could be it could, anything could be in that there could be any sort of bacteria in that pond that you don't know anything about yeah. it could be the most toxic bacteria you've ever encountered in that pond mm. you just don't know yeah i mean yeah uh, but it's yeah, not because yeah. it's not because of the dirt in, <laughs> it's not because of the dirt in the pond water <laughs> them challenges there yeah this pond water challenge yeah he's on the pond water challenge man well yeah i think possibly um you know you probably puke up or shit out man mm. and be sick for a while and then done yeah but would you put that into a syringe <laughs> would you inject pond water into your into your <laughs> would you inject friggin mcdonald's into your blood <laughs> would you <laughs> yeah um yeah man it's a funny world man but yeah you know I, I think people definitely you know try and get yourself into some this is a really good what would, yeah what would you recommend for so some reading man. dawn and david you would say yeah yeah yeah, Don no, Lester, David Parker. What really makes you ill is thick ass book, man. But trust, this is worth it, man. You can it's open it on it. one page, read yes. that page, blow your mind, close it. Yeah, you, it's really good it because you keep going back to it as well. Yeah. You keep going like, ah, oh, oh, oh. and there's so many the things that you have questions for as well whilst you're going through this journey. As it's a journey, because like I said, for your whole life you've been looking at the world a certain way. You've been understanding things a certain way. And then now it's like this thing just <sighs> cuts that off. And then you realize it's going to take a while for you to switch. You know, I'm yeah. quite fanatical when I, it's something I'm into. And obviously with my history, medical history and whatnot, I think that's why I was more taken to it than a lot of people, you know, that I rub shoulders with. And, um, but, you know, like I said, man, the liberation that I feel off the fact like bruv I wouldn't be travelling like this and all that mm. if I was if I really believe you know yeah well I would be putting so many people at risk and all that like what am I doing but once you realise you're like oh my gosh and it's like you're just walking through this um, computer game or something mm. you, <laughs> you know what the cheat code is and as and as messed up as it is because it's such a you know what I mean head fuck like you're like yo yo you feel liberated man you feel a lot more freedom there's no fear you're not worried about and the best thing i can do now what i think is like at least try and get people to understand yeah like how deep it is as opposed to like i, I kind of stepped back because i was like all right i can see not people not many people can really handle it when you start talking about things in a way that they don't understand and like you're saying once you get why they don't understand is like that you haven't looked at it that's why you just maybe skimmed this is just the a, it's just a challenge for us 
And if anything, yeah. we're the ones who gave up. Yeah, 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 for because real. We, for because real. we couldn't find the proper the proper ways to be able to to like uh, put it across in in a way that's easily understandable. And the fact is, it's not easily understandable. Nah, you know. it's not easily understandable. But once you do understand it, you realize how simple life is in terms of mm. staying healthy. You don't have to uh, no, loads of things like it, it, whatever you want to do, whatever you goals you, you've got. But you don't have to overtrain. You don't have to over. You know anything really? It's all about keeping the balance. <laughs> you don't no, use you know. sanitizer, like you wouldn't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just think about it in a natural. And you know, no, um, please don't take it in any way when I'm saying this. It's just my opinion. But all that sanitizer stuff, you you, you know, rub it on your hands. But would you then lick your fingers? Would yeah. You do would that? you drink? Would you rather drink? Would you, you know, drink a, like, a liter or, of a hand sanitizer? You know, More I mean, than, that's no, extreme. No, but, but if hand sanitizer is cleaner than pond water, would you drink a <laughs> litre of hand These sanitizer? Are, yeah. Yo, who, who dropped the pond water shit, man? Because you got, you got dad heated about drinking pond water. He's thinking, man, I want to drink pond water. No, Just show them that. It would do shit. Sanitizer is cleaner. So, you know, yeah. surely if you use it all the time, if you really use hand sanitizer all the time, you'd have no problem drinking it. Mm. Hand sanitizer. Anyway, man. <laughs> hand sanitizer trust me bruv man like all that i mean there's there's more natural stuff you can get anyway you know i think like to simplify it, i'd say anything that any sort of ingredients that you can you know confirm are like natural you probably won't have any trouble with and so there are some hand hand sanitizers like that but yeah with majority of all this stuff man it's like bruv it's any form of way they can make sure that you become sick. In other words, you, you start shedding, you start, you know what I mean, secreting or some of this bullshit that they've been making you use, like, like everything from what you put on your skin, put under your arms, you know what I mean? Even your clothes, like the ink that might come off, like all of this stuff, man, you just got to be aware that these are sort of reasons that you could become sick, you know, mm. you could become ill. It's that simple, man. You know what I mean? But don't worry. Be happy, mother lovers. Yeah, I'd, I'd recommend easy. going over the... Uh, get the German New Medicine mm. website up on your browser. And anytime you feel... Anytime you get ill or somebody tells you about somebody else who's ill or somebody you see somebody mentioned in the news who's got ill or any anything, go and look it up on there. Don't You don't have to buy into any of it. You don't even have to, you know... There's nothing to buy anyway. It's all free information. So just look up that illness. There's an A to Z on there. So if someone says, oh, so-and-so's got a bad throat or whatever yeah. it is, or they've got this thing's happened, they've got this uh, ALS or something, I don't know. Go and look it up and just read what they say the, the, the conflict is that you're suffering from, mm. when it gets resolved, what the symptoms are of the resolution, all this you just start learning, just start picking up. All oh, right, maybe there is something to to this idea that that we're sort of when you go into a shock, you send your body into a certain reaction. Reaction, yeah. And that yeah. reaction expresses itself as what we call disease. Mm. You know, but it's not disease. It's like a special biological program that's there to help you cope with that 
that same Stress, shock in the future. Yeah, yeah. So rather than you having to keep having the same shocks over and over again, it adjusts how you act and how you know how 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 you respond to it the next time. Mm. So that you're not so traumatized by it on your mm. body and in your mind. And mm. It's a it's a it's a little adjustment to the way you you think about the world. But mm. to, I've just been like I say, anytime anyone gets ill, go and look it up. Don't even tell them about it. Sometimes mm. I do. I say, oh, maybe if you thought about this, or the amount of times that that it's actually sort of close to it as well, you know, because everyone's different. Everyone has their own mm. responses to things. Some people aren't bothered about, um, you know, splitting up with a boyfriend or girlfriend or losing a job or mm. um, moving house. But some people are really stressed, stressed out by yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff. And it manifests as, as an illness. illness you know? yeah. They move house and then suddenly you start getting a certain, you know, skin condition or something yeah, comes up or, yeah, yeah. or you um, are away from your girlfriend for a week and you start developing, you know, eczema or something on your elbows. And, yeah. and you know, you, and you're not sure why it's happening. Just go and look on that website. Mm there's every type of illness is on there every part of the body's covered explanations of why it's happening and it's, it is really really helpful yeah. for me that's just for me you know yeah it's deep man it's deep man there's so much out there that is hidden basically the the, the way that this shit works is as long as you don't know you won't ask and you'll never know you'll never yeah. find out you know what I mean? And and so, uh, and off the back of that, what's the best way for me to hide this shit is just to tell you a bunch of other shit that answers it. That has nothing to do with it. That has nothing to do with it. Do you know what I mean? So it is like a, a proper spider web, a spider's web of um, information. But um, yeah. And if you need it, man, hit us up. Do you know what I mean? If anyone wants to find out anything, Indeed, please, because trust what I'm telling you. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's and it's what is hard is for me is like hard back man. You know what I mean? Seeing like grown ass man, mm. bruv, like come on, man, you lot can do better than that. Yeah, like you know, I get it. Like not everybody's really interested, but I think this type of information is in, important because once you know. You know, your navigation through all of this shit is a bit smoother, is less sort of, you know, you're more aware. And I think like it's important as well because we've been taught in a way in schools that all our learning is done just then when we're in school. You know, that you get a little bit of homework and that, yeah, but it's for you to bring it to school and that's it. And then now you've qualified or whatever and you, you know everything. But that's actually, it's more or less the complete opposite. You know yeah, nothing. Totally. You know nothing. You know nothing at all. You know nothing at all. Like ridiculous. Like on some whole, <laughs> you know what I mean? Level of like what? And so I get it. For some people, it's like, oh, <laughs> but bruv, it's it's interesting, man. And there, there's so many different avenues that you probably might be interested more uh, in. But man. You know, like I said, man, it's the freedom. Like all this shit, like the money, the fame, the whole, you're just like, oh my gosh. Bruv, you don't want that. Trust me, you don't want that. 
Now, don't get me wrong. You were obviously you want to need to maintain a life, you need to make a living, and all that. But like, them people at the top, like at certain places, man, they're going through shit. You know, and <laughs> it's something you might not never know nothing about. But trust me, <laughs> you know, there's a reason why we're trying to get this info out there for mm. people to know. Because yeah. It's lizard, ridiculous. Lizard people are still people, you know. They still, <laughs> still got feelings. <laughs> somewhere. They got cold ass feelings, boy. <laughs> cold blood. Cold blood, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's nuts out there, man. But yeah, that's give thanks for hip hop, man. Woo. Yeah. Like, woo, I'm telling you. Telling you. If it wasn't for like some of the bars man got to grow up on. I probably wouldn't have even, you know, yeah, stepped into that realm, like stepped outside of that matrix, like for real. You know, it's quite surprising. I've been speaking to people like behind the scenes and yeah, there's quite a lot of people that do say they're like surprised at how hip hop hasn't really spoken out against what's going on considering, you know, but you realise, man, shit got taken over. Like you have to realise that now. How many people getting popped off, man? Left, right, and center. How? How? Like what? It wasn't happening before. Now it's just like a regular thing. Like every yeah. month or something, two, three people. Like yo, mm. something's going on. This shit has been infiltrated. You know. Yeah. We're wondering if it's happened over here, but I don't know. I think maybe in that sort of BBC world and all that. Yeah, I was thinking that earlier. When you talking about BK, it's lucky you didn't you didn't bump into Westwood while you was known as Baby Kevin. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's not that's not funny, but it's funny. But said, yeah, that's hilarious. That's a whole nother saga, boy. <laughs> we might have to do a whole episode of that. I wonder if we can get joke, anyone man. who knows a bit about 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 the you know a bit more about the whole situation to come on. I don't know. I don't know if anyone. I don't know if there's going to be an expert out there who can, who can sort of, take us into the history of. of uh, yeah. I don't know an expert, but I might know somebody who. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'd have to do it like low key or something. I don't know. Well, We'd have the to. Blacked out yeah, face yeah, and blacked the, uh, out, muffled trim. voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then, boy, we'd probably get shut down. We get hunted down, boy. The wolves come out. Dracula. <laughs> Mummy looked like Dracula, boy. Sixty-four. Was it? He's drinking some baby blood. <laughs> 64, boy. <laughs> yeah. 64, I'm talking like a 14-year-old. <laughs> Bruh. Yo, that's it's levels, man. Lawrence Lindberger said Rodney P called him out years ago. Yeah, he called him out, man, on Charlie Sloth show. Like rags, he said, you know, he said what he said. And he definitely sounded like he meant it, boy. Remember that Mike Righteous, Tim Westwood diss track yeah, back in the day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike Righteous. Shout out to Mike Righteous too. We never you found out mean? why we never found out why Westwood got shot. <sighs> anyway, there's wonder if there's anyone we can get on who can tell us more about. Questions, eh? 
I mean, I'm, a few. I'm sure there are people that have done their investigations, so maybe we should look out for any um, yeah. independent journalists that have done their little work. Good point. Let's, let's mm. do that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, let's do that. Because, um, yeah, man, you know. I think we talked about it years ago, didn't we? I think yeah. we, we talked about it in about 2013. We mm. sort of had a... The Jimmy Savile, yeah, you know, just off after the back then, of Savile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, you. what was interesting was you pointing out the fact that Jimmy Savile was like the father of... Um, Two turntables and a mixer. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he more or less invented and that he used to dress idea. like a pimp, rode, drove a Rolls Royce, fur coat, gold chains. Wow. Wow. Wore tracksuits. First first DJ to wear a tracksuit. Is it? Well, yeah, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Bit tenuous, but first DJ. <laughs> was he say so he was the first DJ? Nineteen forty seven, he put two turntables together. Nine forty seven. That's when he first started playing with two turntables. Wow. I didn't even yeah. know the turntables. I thought it'd be gramophones. Gramophones, well. two big massive needles. Two dog, two of them little dogs. <laughs> <Two> dog. <laughs> 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 wow. and, uh, yeah, and that then old and... shapes the Baphomet style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Westwood, and obviously the Savile stuff. There's like a big whole occult satanic thing with Savile, mm. and he also brought in the teenager. So the whole, you know, the beginning of the teenager Savile's there to sort of bring oh, what, the, like te- the teeny well, like, He was like uh, the Beatles hype man on stage he used to come on before the beatles and he used to do oh, wait. skits with them and you know so you're like, saying he was one of the beatles essentially at the beginning so you're saying oh so yeah. you're saying that he was like when the term teenager yeah. came about yeah. wow In the UK, yeah he was like one of the first people to you know radio one obviously mm. popularizing teen culture and then westwood when he comes in, takes over on Radio One as the sort of the youth, you know, late night, the youth show. He's his main. What was his main target audience? Fourteen to twenty-one yeah. or something. Wow, and Mammon was already in his like forties, yeah. late forties. Same as Savile. Yeah. Savile was already yeah. old. Savile was already old when he when he got onto wow. Radio One. But then uh, Westwood helped sort of bring in the sort of darker side of rap really that's his that's his sort of his golden era is when he sort of helps bring in the gangster rap stuff and just generally turn the tone a little bit darker and take rap music away from hip-hop and put it into its own sort of dark dimension oh so you're saying this is like after the 90s like everyone taping him and you know yeah westwood you're talking about when the hip hop well, kind of his, movement changed. His whole as well. thing is he he had he had a voice that weren't his voice. You know, he had a he had a false voice that he used to put on to try and give him more street cred. Mm. He was sort of he was sort of like hijacking a culture and bringing it onto the mainstream. You know, making it seem like it was an underground thing. But we're yeah, talking about yeah. the government. You know, Radio One is a government propaganda yeah. station, so the government essentially took a bloke to and he was an actor putting a different voice on mm. and they made him the face of young people and you know sort of steered the culture in a certain direction yeah yeah but he was on capital radio at first didn't it yeah and then went over to, went over to radio, one. radio one 
and then now he's back at Capital. Is I he? Guess it, yeah, isn't it Capital Extra or whatever? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he more or less gold. He should just be playing old school hip hop <laughs> on Capital Gold. Capital <laughs> Gold. <laughs> uh, he's in it. He's on. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He's on Capital Extra now. So, and then there was something that went out about um, that the staff, I guess, at, at Capital Extra were told to stay quiet about the news or whatever. Because mm. obviously they're run by the government as well. <laughs> don't think, you know what I mean? Don't think for a minute, bruv. This whole sh is the government, man. It's the queen, man. Uh, King Chico says, Amy True's With Love. That's a track called With Love. People need to be sharing that around. Definitely right about that, man. Shout out to Amy True. Shout out to King Chico for letting us know. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about right there, man. We bring this community together. We can do shit like that. Shout out people's tracks. Let people know. They can hit up the chat room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get this thing spinning the way it should be, man. Danny Bones had a video up in, uh, I think it's his channel. He says, Danny Bones, shout out to Danny Billy Bones. Danny Billy Bones. Yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about right there, man. Let's bring this shit together, man. Midweek. Mercury's day. If, uh, Wednesday. That's when we communicate. If King Chico, if you see Danny Bones, if you, if you, if you see his videos or anything, just send us a link over. Mm. somehow Instagram or Twitter or something and uh, if he's got stuff on yeah man Tim Timmy Wiz Timmy Wiz boy my man's just boy you know and this is the sad thing about all of it is like you grow up on that shit man listening to my man on the radio yeah obviously at first in the 90s it was like yo you know, but then as you grow up, you start realizing he's a bit of a joke. So, yeah, <laughs> it turned into what it was. But then at the end of the day, he's still that his name is linked to this culture that we've all loved and been into or are into even. And, you know, what I mean, it just taints it, man. Bambata. Like, it's just like all these things where you're like, right, man, this shit ain't what I thought it was, man. After all that time, mm. you know what I mean? So, you know, salute to all them lot. Like, everyone out there that's still, you're you're um, cool in your own skin. You're happy to be who you are. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't have to prove nothing, you know. And you keep it like, the, like we always thought keep it real was. Yeah. You keep it real. Not all this shit, man. People, shout to DJ Locke in the building. What's going on? Oh, so he's been taken off Capital Extra, right? You know... These people just taint it. They taint the culture, man. It's like, bruv, I'm not about that. And it's annoying because, yeah, you hear the stories, you hear the rumours. You don't know 100% if it's true or not. But then, it like, the people who decide to tell you are the ones who've been looking after him for so long. So, like, what? And, and they might only be mean? telling you because, like, they've lost their bruv, job or something. Bruv. They're just trying to get back on him. But it's like, all them yeah. years, they've known him. They didn't say anything. Yeah, you know I mean? Yeah. Oh, you bring up shit from 1994. And bring up, oh, really? Now? Don't ask about that, though. Don't ask. That would be silly. That would be, <laughs> be silly of you. 
You know what I mean? People are mad, bruv. Shout out to Amy True's Doggo Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Big up, you're more. Yeah. Hey, so psychedelic scientist, question for mice. Are you working on new music, bruv? I'm working on new music, boy. And I'm excited as well, man. Because, uh, yeah, I'll let you know. I'm working with Pitch 92. Shout out to Pitch 92. That's my bro. We got an album coming uh, at the moment, just putting the last bits and pieces together. Um, just got to work out a couple features and then finish off a couple verses as well. And then I'm going to start recording. And then, you know what I mean? We'll start like planning who starts shopping it around, see who's up for what. But mm. yeah, man, look out for that. And uh, I've got another project as well with another rapper producer, but you know what I mean? I don't want to talk too much about it because boy, it ain't time to let people know yet. You know what I mean? And then, you know what I mean? Tip of the Iceberg 4. I'm working on that as well. So yeah, there's plenty of music coming. I've got a bunch of features as well that I've done for various people as well uh, that are going to be hitting. So yeah, man. But yeah, I'm excited, man, because uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun getting back in that um, creative matrix where you're just lost in different verses. Oh, yeah, you do this. All right, finish this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fun, man. Shout out to Pitch92, man. Really looking forward to getting our stuff out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. And shout out to all the supporters, man. Obviously, at the moment, uh, you've got the uh, Smokey Joe and the Kid album out there. That's uh, the band that I'm in from Bordeaux, France. War Is Over, it's called. And I feature on a couple tracks. One is called um, Culture Clash um, that I do with a guy called Yoshi, the original from out of Paris, Badman MC. Uh, and then uh, a track I did solo um, with Smokey Joe and the Kid called Over the Limit. Uh, yeah, and we recently, we were just on um, the, the instrumental of that track, funnily enough, is on a, it's on this, um, hmm. French, uh, yeah, French um, TV series called Drogue or something like that. Drogue, Drogue. Did they did they get an, did they do an advert? Well, uh, they didn't get the advert. What's that? Was you, did they, was they going to do a car advert or something? Oh yeah, yeah, we did a Renault yeah. car advert like online. Yeah, it came out online. Um, is for the Renault, one of their um the new electric cars. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, and uh, right. so that and that was a track we did uh, like a few years ago, actually, like twenty seventeen or something like that. Yeah, man. You know what I mean, out there putting out this work, man. Putting out this work, man. Thanks, King Chico, for uh, Danny Bones's channel. I'm gonna look that up now. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. But yeah, very, 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 very weird. Very weird times, man, with that going on. Where you're just like, boy, who else? <laughs> who else yeah. is going to pop up? You know what I mean? Who else is going to be in the scope? So what, he's got um, videos on the, Timothy. The, the hermeneutics of, uh, the hermeneutics of, of Satan suspicion so you're suspicious of everybody now now a few people have come out as satanic weird pedo people we're now suspicious of everybody in mm. the entertainment industry i mean it is a form of magic man believe it or not ladies and gentlemen there was a time when 
this was called magic entertainment where just planting seeds in your mind was all people needed to do to say they've casted a spell on you. You know what I mean? We just look at it as people giving us a speech or giving us a little bit of information, but behind it all, you know, way back in the day when speech was still fresh in the mind, ideas of communication, that is. Yeah, people believed just giving you a story was telling you something in a way that they wanted you to to manipulate the mind. That was casting a spell. That's what the fuck is happening now, bro. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, as long as you don't think about it in the way that you should. You know what I mean? Oh, All right, the video. Mm. Uh, I don't think that's it. Yeah, man. So big up all the people that keep learning. Don't stop, man. Don't stop. Now, I mean, no matter what people say to you about whatever you're into or whatever your, you know, what I mean, your beliefs are. Don't stop searching for the truth, man. And to, so then you know it's not just a belief; it's something you know. You know what I mean? Which is what I'm definitely more into. Yeah. I want to know. I just don't want to believe, mother lovers. Hey, man. It might be about that time, though, mother lovers. Shout out to Regantology. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the crew that were locked in, man. We appreciate you. We didn't even get into the um, friggin' uh, Mice Investigates, man. Um, but before we do, though, we got to make sure that we give a shout out to cmosboss.co.uk. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get high-quality sea vegetables straight from Ireland, products that are different, you know what I mean? All types of different sea veg, 100% wild crafted and not farmed on ropes like most others on the market. We talked about that before. Products are certified. Irish Organic Association has certified these products. Harvested from the rocks, which allows the veg to ample, um, gives that veg, sorry, ample time to sit in pools of cold seawater, which are replenished by the tides, giving it time to absorb the essential minerals that they provide. And when I'm telling you, mother lovers, there's a whole bunch of minerals and vitamins that these provide. Things like wakami, Irish sea moss gel. So Irish moss gel, yeah? Wild-crafted Irish moss, sea spaghetti, dulce, spirulina, all types of sea vegetables, high-quality nutrients. Go to the seamossboss.co.uk and make sure you type in about 20 once you get your order in and you'll get yourself 20% off. That's about 20 for 20% off at the seamossboss.co.uk for all your 100% 100 organic wildcrafted sea vegetables. Marvel lovers. Yeah. Hey, yo, it's been good catching up with you lot, man. We'll definitely be back next week for some more that shit you might not never know, know nothing about. Shout out to Psychedelic Scientist. You're more. Gleam. Yeah, all the crew that were locked in, man. We appreciate each and every one of you, as we always say, because we do mean that. IBM Seeds, King Chico, Lawrence Limburger, 
Regontology. Aye. <laughs> Tubalicious. Blue Fliggy. Shout out to my brother, Bluefoot. You're more, of course. Who else was in the building? Shout out to Cuz. I know you's locked in. Yeah. Of course. We'll make sure we're back next week, man. Hey, it's been good catching up with you, mother lovers. Who else? I feel like I might have missed someone out. Oh, I missed anyone out. DJ Lock. Yeah. You're damn right. Let's catch up soon, man. All you mother lovers, we appreciate you, man. My name is Mice Diggy. That's Dan DMA. <laughs> Dan DNA. I, I saw it going hectic there. Was you scrolling down or was yeah, it like, yeah, bro? Yeah, I was like, huh? how comes all of a sudden? Yo, let me do that again, man. My name is Mice Diggy. That's Dan DNA. And you know what we're about. This is some shit you might not never know nothing about. And we're out. Mother lovers. <laughs>